the, the shit that I'm hot on right now is the autonomous self-driving vehicles. That's that's what I'm fucking in. Look at this guy's belly. <laughs> 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 that's that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm. And like what I was texting you yesterday, I was like, you know, I don't I don't get the, you know, I don't I don't understand how we're at this point. The idea of driving some fucking slob to. Starbucks to get a coffee to you know and it, all the work that went into the idea of to get that piece of shit to get his coffee only That's so he can time. complain about it like how shouldn't we be doing better things or shouldn't we be you know I don't I don't I don't understand yeah shouldn't we shouldn't we uh, we be making like automated flashlights you know what? yeah we need more dick pills yeah <laughs> my dick pills dick pills aren't working I need one that actually makes my dick grow. <laughs> But yeah, it's like idiocracy. You know what I mean? It's like it's no, we're we're there, man. It's making we're wasting so much time and effort to make it easy for some fucking idiot to go get a Starbucks coffee or a, you know what I mean? And it's like, what shouldn't our efforts be somewhere else? You know what I mean? And that's what I think about. So yeah, that's it, it'll be something like that, like uh, give and go or whatever. And sometimes we'll go. Yeah, uh, we'll go off fucking. Yeah, we'll go off kilter a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kiko doesn't drink because he got arrested by the police five years I'm ago. I'm allergic to alcohol. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. allergic to my ass. You're allergic to arrest. What would you say? Like, every time I drink, I break out in handcuffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, already. I've been recording the whole time. Good. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah, on mute. It? it says over here. I'm on mute. No, so. I, I I got you. Oh, you're oh good. Yeah, shit. You're good. You're good. You're good. Oh, you're good. You're good. shit. You're on, dude. You need to cut off that first five minutes. No, no, you're good, man. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah, I'm ready, right. man. Ready as I'll ever be. All right, welcome to the Bean Dip Podcast. My name is Juan Ponce, and across from me is the one, the only, not the myth, re- but the legend, <laughs> don't know unleaded Gib. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. just regular, unleaded, not just, just nothing special at all. Just that fat fuck that lives next to me, Gib. That drinks too much beer and too much coffee. That's it. Just regular get. And uh, Bean Dip Podcast first. Official guest. Official guest. Dun, 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 dun. Mr. Juan Aguilar. That is me. I am here. Oh, you missed it. Wait, what? Missed what? Juan Ignacio Aguilar. Juan Ignacio Aguilar. <laughs> okay. Because all my best friends, I always remember their fucking middle names because I don't have one. And I always, that's what that's one of my little. You're just jealous. No, not jealous, but it's one of my little quirks where I was like. He's envious, I, not jealous. Not envious at How all. How come you never call me by my middle name? Alberto, because uh, fucking, he reminds me of uh, Alberto <laughs> del Rio. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say the shampoo fool. No, no, no. But every time, you know, uh, so I know a lot of people don't like their middle names. So I always keep a lot of people. May, maybe they're anywhere I go, dude. Everybody knows me by a different name. There's Juan, Albert, Alberto, Beto. No, no, uh, Kiko. Kiko. That's my nickname. How I got it. Uh, funny story. Um, I'm sure that's from my childhood. Yeah, because right? yeah, because uh, he had fat cheeks. He started crying like that. No. No, but it's because I had fat cheeks full. Yeah. You got some and fat butt stuck. cheeks too, dog. You're looking thick, dog. You're looking fucking thick, thick fool. Yeah. I don't thick. I'm not gay at all. Not really gay. No homo. But there's the a little day, homo. The there's other, a little homo there. The yeah. day you were walking home, I was like, he could look at that. If he would not shave his head, 
I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> Kegels are right. Hey, dude, I'm like a fat, uh, uh, uh what's her name? Sinead O'Connor, though. You are like a yeah. fat Sinead O'Connor, dude. And you hate the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> two for two. No, I always remember all their I don't hate the Catholic Church. We <laughs> sound like a damn Satanist and I've stuff. been reading a lot about like, the Inquisition, dude, so I'm, fu- I'm, I'm on the Catholic Church. Make me sound like one of the yeah. motherfuckers on the back pages of the goddamn <laughs> San, uh, San Antonio Current. So, all my best friends, I always remember their fucking middle names. Ignacio, fucking Eloy, fucking Valentin, Lee, Anthony, all of them. Bob, Bob's fucking Anthony. Uh, so, I always address them as their middle names. Just to, you know, just to fucking skewer him a little bit. Just, this motherfucker still remembers my middle name. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, dude. And it makes me, it makes me happy inside. It makes me so, this is. Like, you're envious. Not envious, but. It's, it sounds like envy to not, me. No, no, it's not envy. It's actually, um, how can I say it? Well, maybe a I would theme. like a, maybe I would like a middle name. <laughs> yeah. You know. I, oh, I, you feel left out. A little bit, yeah. Okay. I, I do have a, uh, uh, but that's a, not on us. That's I do. Like, I, I have a suffix. I have a suffix at the end of my name, the fourth, because I'm the fourth in my lineage of my first name. But I don't have a middle name. <laughs> I'm like, middle man. So maybe, well, you, maybe you, you got the fourth. A, I do have the fourth. Okay, yeah. so yeah. May the fourth okay. be with yeah. you. May man. the fourth yeah. be with yeah, you. There you yeah. go. So in any case, here's Pinche Ignacio right here, our yeah. first guest, dude. Uh, officially. So, We'll start off. Uh, Juan, give us a little history about yourself, man. Look, oh well, I'll give a little first, man. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Little, I got a little history about Juan. Oh, shit. So Juan, uh, we attended uh, San Antonio Independent School District schools our entire career, which I heard was the best. Not really. No. And no. Um, oh, okay. so we attended, we attended the schools, and this some bitch. How many siblings? Siblings do you have? Juan? I have. I have ten siblings. So what I used to tease Juan about Damn. was that there's a fucking Aguilar in every grade level in the fucking San Antonio Independent <laughs> District at one, at one time. Dude, that's a graduation every year, dude. Can you imagine? I always shot myself in the head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, this guy, this guy is a fucking brain, right? He fucking understands. He understands numbers. He understands math. Fucking chemistry can lick my fucking ball sack. I fucking hate chemistry. This motherfucker understood chemistry. Hey, let's not make this about you. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm giving a history. I'm giving a history of my observations of Mr. Ignacio okay. here, right? So, I met Juan maybe, I don't know, 1987, somewhere, sixth grade, whatever yeah, sixth yeah. grade was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever sixth grade was. And uh, all of us attended all the same classes, and we always attended the same classes all the way through you know, high school, but Juan was the one that understood and really took the subjects uh, seriously, be it, you know, starting from the beginning from, you know, name it, fucking bullshit, pre-algebra, whatever, all the way up to uh, calculus and physics name and physics. In, other, in other words, you wouldn't catch him in a Burger King drive-thru showing his butthole. Uh, actually, there's pictures of that. No, no, Juan, we used, to call, yeah, we used to call Juan the fucking, the wolf. Because, <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker. I can just imagine, like, right. the, like the background, like, the, like no, the intro music. The thing is, well, Juan, like Juan, was also, Juan was also, of course, Gee, quarterback. Uh, yeah, he was also quarterback mm-hmm. of our I high was school the first team. high school quarterback to throw nice, a 50-yard like touchdown pass Woo! in the Alamo Dome. 
and have it called back for a flag. Yeah, for a flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was the penalty? It wasn't. It, was, it was holding on us. But but it wasn't. It, moi, it wasn't me. It though. wasn't Gibby. I believe. Yeah, I believe it was Serge. Fucking what a piece of shit Sergio is. I was just texting uh, or emailing. I with believe him I had to go look at the video and, and fucking see. Fucking Sergio. Yesterday, I emailed him. We recorded last night. We recorded an episode, and I emailed. Sorry, Serge, I, if you're listening, man. If it's wrong, I apologize. But we'll go. We'll go. Verify. I don't apologize we'll, for shit. Fuck you, Sergio. We'll go do yeah. the fact. You know what? Fuck you, Jose, because that's his middle name, Jose. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Jose. You like that, mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was emailing with Sergio last night. I always check out. He's uh, he's still in Qatar, right? We all left together in 2006 to go work overseas. This motherfucker never came back. I emailed him last night, maybe three in the morning. I said, hey, he hasn't come back. He has not come. Well, he's come back for R&R, but not permanent, not like yeah. years at a time, right? He hasn't PCS. <laughs> yeah. So I emailed him last night. I said, hey, Gordito, checking in. How's everything going, man? <clears throat> Motherfucker emails me back. Oh, our contract got renewed. Uh, 10K base pay, five years. I was like, Motherfucker, you got to base pay your family, brother. He has a wife and a daughter now. I said, you got to base pay your family. Oh, I, I got a plan. When I when I turn fifty, I'm coming back home. I was like, bitch, that's like five years old. You know, you no, brother. It's no, a five no, year no. plan. Yeah. So just from that email exchange last night, I'm sure he was responsible for that holding call. Yeah, <laughs> back, yeah, he, yeah, motherfucker's guilty, dude. Guilty. It was the prettiest pass you've ever Fucking seen. Said, you know, dude. Freaking dome by a high school quarterback. We have, dude. I got a fucking video. Uh, they put a, a hype video up for us or whatever. You know, during high school. And they showed it. They had the clip in there. No, no. Oh, there's a clear. There's a. It's a whole montage mm-hmm. like the the yeah, yeah. fucking. The, I know. I, I used to make them in high school. Yeah, I know the virgins and the audio video visual club. All those <laughs> yeah. fucking virgins. They would put these <laughs> clips together of the football team, and fucking Juan, dog. This this piece of shit right here would be like front and center. And then you just see old number 73 just laboring back there, just protecting, <laughs> his, just sacrificing his body while this cunt is fucking uh, getting all the glory in the end zone. And it's like, oh, cool. And that's cool. I, Look at me. I will say props to Gibby Gilbert. 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 The fourth. That he was the, I would say, the best lineman that we had. He would drive those motherfuckers downfield. He would, I mean, no matter who it was, he just drive, 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 drive. I mean, you know what it was the one it was a balance of uh the like of, bobby boucher the, no the rest of them were fucking uh retarded <laughs> they were fucking <laughs> dude fucking joey joey the guard next to me we'd walk up to the line and this motherfucker would have uh two dual l's on his fingers trying to figure out what which, which way the play was going yeah and it's like joey the l left is always going to be your left hand all the time that's what's making the l yeah he was yeah. uh joey was just texting me the other week i think i told you uh last week that uh, uh, we were just texting back and forth, and I sent him some video clips of some of our old games, and how I ran into him at a Bar America, and you know Joey's always been a freak, dude. Since high school, dude, he's always been a freak, like a sexual freak, like really fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just at Bar America, you know, recently as adults, and I was like, this conversation is getting weird, dude. I think Joey's trying to get us to fucking swing with him and his wife. <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> So that's how it goes when you meet old friends from high school. But in any case, enough about Joey. Juan, a um, little bit more about his history, right? About his history. Uh, always been top of the class. Fucking brilliant guy. Real smart. Uh, went to university at? Texas A&M University College Station. Degree of? Aerospace Engineering. Aerospace Engineering. So if you look, at, look up what that entails, 
it's probably fucking pretty difficult. It's always a bunch of fucking, if I launch this fucking rocket at this axis, where's it going to land at this fucking place? Yeah, some, somewhere around there. That's the easy stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah that's the that, easy that, stuff. That easy <laughs> stuff yeah. the, the hard stuff was more like, uh, how fast do I have to move this 12-foot log so that it fits into a 10-foot room at one in specific instance in time? So give us a little bit of backstory or, you know, things that maybe stick out in your memory about your time at Texas A&M and the classes that you took or what you studied. What, what's, what's really important? Well, first, let me, I guess, bring out a, a, big, a big transition point in, the, in my history at A&M. Ten siblings, so I I grew up in a family full of kids, full of people all the damn time. I was always with somebody, always having somebody to play with, have somebody to hang out with. When I went to A and M, I was the first one to go away from home for school. Um, in my mind, that was a big fucking shock. It was yeah. I was all by myself. Yeah. I, I, culture shock. Really? Yeah, it was Literally. a culture shock. I was by myself. I was homesick. I was like, fuck this. I'm going home. I don't need this shit. I had gone through three weeks of school at A&M. And uh, at that point, even though I was acing all my classes at that point, um, I was ready to go home. I was like, fuck this. I don't, I don't, I don't need this. Mm. You know, I, I, I belong back home with my family, with my friends and all that shit. And so I packed up my stuff. I was ready to go home. And... And just right then, I got a phone call from a friend from high school that also happened to be going to A&M. So, Gracie. Gracie was a good friend from high school. She was on the opposite end of campus. She just found me in the kid uh, student uh, directory. Gracie who? Gracie Tovar at the time. Herrera now. Yeah. Good good friend of mine. Very, very good friend of mine. She, she was uh, in band, did the flute. Um, Mm. Hung out with with Helen and uh, so solid, solid. Yeah. yeah. So she was my lifesaver there at A and M. Um, she's the one that called me up that day that I had decided I was done and I don't want to do school anymore. So time out real quick. Keep that thought. And what happens more often than not in fucking Mexican Catholic boys' lives? Fucking savior, the Virgin Mary comes, which is Gracie. That's what happens. And Juan might not, he might, he might dispute it, but I guarantee somewhere in the back of his brain so much was it was a female giving him encouragement and pushing him on. And somewhere back there was. Dude, you're so fucking way too far. No, you're, no, you're, no, you're, no. You're reaching, see, see, reaching way too far. I'm reaching way in the back of your brain. That's what I'm reaching. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere back there was a Virgin Mary. And Juan was like, Llevame virgen. Aquí estoy. Levantame. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's it's de- it's stuck in our psyche. It is stuck in our psyche, man. No, no matter how much we no, we dispute no. it, it's fucking stuck. Okay, go ahead. My friend Gracie called me up and she said, "What's her name? Grace. Gracie. Yeah, Gracie. Grace. <laughs> Gracie. Yeah. Special delivery. Thank you, bro. So so she she called me up and she's like, "Where are you? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Shit, I, I had my stuff packed." And I was like, uh, "I'm over here on the south side of campus." She's like, "I'm on the north side of campus." And so, you know, we, we said, well, well, shit, let's get together. And, and at that point, I, like I said, I was homesick. I was feeling crappy. Shit like shit, yeah. Yeah, man. I was feeling like mm-hmm. shit. So just to hear her voice was freaking awesome. So I was like, yeah, we, we met. 
uh, in the middle of campus. I think we ended up in Northside campus anyway. But, um, you know, she we just talked for a little bit. And after that talk, it was like psh, that thought never came into my mind again about not going to school. What was uh, what, what do you think from that talk? What do you think was um, like the turning point or the like the the, the chispa, the the spark that kind of hit home? It was, or it just... was the, the 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 simple fact that it was a familiar face, a female? familiar voice from home. A female Mexican chick named Grace. It was home. It was home. Yeah. It was home. Yeah. So, so somebody was in. So I had a little. Piece, was, I had a little piece of home at A and M there, and and she she stuck by me there uh, the whole time she was there. So she was so, she was in the trenches with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you, she had someone uh, that you can relate to and connect with. Yeah. Because because of that uh, because of the history you had with her back home. Yeah, it's very yeah. very. She was a very good friend of mine yeah. too, and, and so just again just to hear her voice that was enough to give me that yeah. little bit of home. Yeah. So that and you weren't as homesick as you were when you first got there. Right. Yeah. Right. And from that point on, I mean, just hanging out with her, her hanging out with uh, some of her friends that she had just met, some of my old friends that actually from from a totally different school that were also going there. We started going out. We started having a good time in college. So so it was the the turning point in in my mindset to just yeah. just stick it out and go through. So. So that was probably the hardest, like, emotional thing. Just, just stick it out through that point. Once I got that through that point, then yeah, it was the school itself was the work was was difficult. It was hard. Um, I mean, but like I said, yeah, I've always had a, a a thing for being good with numbers, understanding concepts. I mean, to this day, I still I still do that a whole lot, um, and and I make it a point to understand things. I want to understand things before you know. It's not it's not about a grade. It's not about uh, pleasing this person or that person. It's For a, me, in my mind, it's the like essence of understanding. The, I gotta understand the, root, the concept. The, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So, and to this day, like I said, I do that all the time in everything that I do. It's like, damn it, I just gotta understand what the hell that's about mm-hmm. for me to accept it and use it in in future knowledge, whatever. So, the schooling there that I had at A and M, yes, very okay. challenging. Of course, everybody has to take the basics, you know, with chemistry, his history political science, uh, English, all of that. But the, 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 the math and science of it uh, was challenging. Some of it was, uh, you know, you start getting into the, the big detailed equations mm-hmm. and like differentials, and, uh, astrophysics, and right. yeah. um, you know, astro, uh, aerodynamics, um, physics itself, it, theory of relativity, you know, all those things are things that I had to study throughout school. But then you get with you get the cunts to come in with the the theory of uh, string, <coughs> the string theory cunts, right? <laughs> and that's what they are. Is they're cunts because the fucking string theory is garbage. You just you just said string theory and you said cunts and I thought tampons full. No, well, that's what they are. You know what? You know you just sewed it up for us. For, you, you just sewed it up for us real for real fucking neatly. Keep going there. Fucking tampons. Fucking bloody tampons. <laughs> Anybody that's, that's fucking into string theory. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Fucking string so, theory. So, yes, I, I had to go in and, and study uh, physics, quantum physics, astrodynamics, yeah. uh, differential equations, calculus, one, two, no. three, uh, numerical methods, um, orbital mechanics, uh, all of that good stuff to get my aerospace engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at, I mean, unfortunately, you know, just like any other degree, you study all these things and, and you may not use all of those things in the real world once you get your real job. Um, initially, I did do that. I did use my aerospace engineering degree to do the complicated math, the complicated calculations, and I worked on the shuttle program for the last nice. 13 yeah. years yeah. of uh, Gangster, the, the shuttle program. I, I've worked on the Orion program, the new vehicle that's oh, going shit. over to Mars and such, and, and now I'm working on a variety of several, you know, several different projects within the NASA environment that, that I manage. I manage a, a team that <coughs> contributes to those projects. Um, so in a nutshell, that's, that's what I, done that's my education that's my work experience um but again along all that line it's it's understanding the concepts the theories and and trying to trying to get those to concrete examples real life things that that'll just help understand the the reality of what those things really mean it's not just yeah. numbers on a paper um you know it's it's like i can see those things happening and working and uh, I try to apply everything that I learned from a physics in your perspective. mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's only what in your that, mind. Yeah, Kiko, that's the only place you fucking do things in your <laughs> mind. <motherfucker>. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Kiko. But I was the first high school quarterback to throw a fifty. Yes, yes. And on top of on top of all those accomplishments. I did throw a 50-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> fucking okay, boy, I, did gra- I did graduate valedictorian, too, from... Boys are Boston. fucking retarded. But, but, you, but what outweighs all of it is that you threw 50 yards. The first I was the high first school. high school quarterback to throw a 50-yard touchdown bomb in the Alamo Dome back in 1993, before it was even freaking open. It wasn't even finished Damn, yet. It wasn't even finished yet, it was, it was almost finished, but... My freshman year, they started a petition to get our Chili Bowl mm-hmm. in the Alamo Dome when it was targeted to be finished by 1993. I do not believe it was completely finished. I do believe it was still a whole lot of concrete kind of around the walls and stuff. But we did fill the whole bottom layer real close to 30,000 fans. I don't yeah, remember yeah. what it was. That's crazy. Yeah, it was close to 30,000. It was, it was a fucking bad game. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do have, that's more than what lived in Big Wheels. You're yeah, fucking, yeah. you're shit Oh, down. definitely. Yeah. Sure, yeah. He, he's from Big Wheels, Texas. Uh, like, I think a population uh, like five. Every time, every time we drove by there, we said, oh, look, there's Big Wheels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I told him uh, there's going to be a show He probably called. saw me there, fucking fat ass at the goddamn Fina ordering goddamn told, uh, tombstone pizzas. Motherfucker, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a show called Big Bang Theory that might be hitting Big Wheels pretty soon. So, yeah. Did they get excited <laughs> about that? Or ne- there's a thing called Netflix. Yeah, there's a thing called Netflix. <laughs> there's a thing called quote unquote Netflix that yeah. might be coming. And to there's a thing called a flashlight. I got another. I got another record for the Alamo Dome. Hey, they need to pass out flashlights over there because they're multiplying like goddamn rabbits over there now. Big Wheels. Yeah, it went from like a, I think like 500 to like a 500. I think like 520. In Big Wheels. Yeah, dude. Is <laughs> fucking beaners, dude. You can't. Dude. <laughs> Beaners put P's and V's. That's what they do. Yeah, if, you, if, you put the, if you put the equation together, it's P, arrow, V. That's what they do. I got another record for the Alamo Dome. Uh, Ernie Cruz PV was the first. NRT, by the way. NOT? NRT. PV equals NRT. What is it? What's NRT? It's the constant number of moles times the R constant times the temperature. So NRT as a child would be you say constant temperature. Okay, go say NRT again. NRT. Uh, no, but what is it? What, what is it? Yeah. N is the number of moles. R is the constant, and T is the temperature. Okay, so when you tell me NRT, I think it's the number of repeated uh, 
how do you, what's what's the word for t that's a, a expenditure yeah, or a cost yeah. children <laughs> yeah p into v equals expenditure <laughs> expenditures yeah. Yeah. expenditure yeah. of toddlers yeah. <laughs> expenditure of fucking money that's what yeah, that money. means to yeah, me yeah. Yeah. that's a lot of fucking money um ernie cruz uh was the first uh american mexican Amer- american Ooh. but proud ernie cruz ernie was the first uh proud american and uh which, by well, the way, I note, wasn't an American. Yeah, proud. Before. Uh, side note, Mexican-American to urinate on the field at the Alamo Dome. <laughs> so we were, yeah. So, yeah. True story. True story. Um, somebody was talking to us from Ken's Sorry, Five. Sorry, uh, Ken's Five. I think it was uh, maybe Gary DeLon, if you remember that gentleman. Mm-hmm. And somebody was talking to us about something. We all took a knee. And then Ernie <laughs> tagged me on my thigh. And I was like, hey, what's up, bud? And then he whipped his little pecker out and started pissing on the fucking... <laughs> he had to go better. Uh, he just started peeing right there while this guy was giving us like a rah-rah speech. I was like, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, I was ready to go back to the like, locker room. Ernie, put your little brown dick away. <laughs> but he just peed right there, right? Like 50-yard line in the Animal Dome in 1993. So, so he was just giving you a heads up so that yeah. way when it hit, it hit well, you. Well, he just tagged me like... Cause he was, Did you he feel was, the heat coming off of no, that? Because, you know, there's no. thermodynamics that come into play. Lots no, of thermodynamics those, no, come no. into play. His his little brown picker did make no thermodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, if our center was fucking black, maybe, 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 but uh, Ernie Cruz was Mexican and uh, he, he peed right midfield in the middle of a fucking rah-rah speech true story and made a puddle of piss while these nice fucking people allowed us to be on their field he desecrated it and i just said god damn Ernie, this is why they don't let mexicans do you shit call that break, that's, i call that breaking in a little bit yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when i bought my 10 acres i the first thing i did is go piss on it there's no yeah. no i ain't lying i broke it in with the 50 yard touchdown no <laughs> oh, i like it though Okay, so now we're... I like that he only has has that story out of the three of us. I don't dude, have a story you, like that. No, dude. I, I mean, I I, th- I think I maybe took a fucking 50 fucking centimeter goddamn turd one time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fucking no. shit one no, time, but that's no, about no, it, no, though. Your, your story is... Uh, yeah, Juan, Juan, meet Juan. This is my neighbor, Juan. This some bitch got shot point blank taking a piss in Baghdad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was a, he was an MP in the Army. And he decided in the middle of the night he had to And go, I returned fire. He had court, to go with my dick out. <laughs> he had to go tinkle and he went out and without he, a single ounce of oxygen in my lungs. Yeah, if you've never been in yeah. theater, you don't understand how dark it is out there. It, it's just pitch black. There's no there's no it's not I was it was like a I was like a fucking mole looking for the goddamn piss tube. Uh, and only the only thing I could oh, use was my scent. Well, I could just smell the urine Technically, moles don't need the site so yeah, they, they, they they're just fine they'd find that hole just fine they find whatever they need to find well then i was like a goddamn wuhan bat <laughs> i thought you were gonna say <laughs> i was a fucking i was just a short chubby mexican guy looking for his dick in the middle of the night thought, <laughs> that too <laughs> yeah but he did uh yeah baghdad iraq uh 2003 uh 2003 this motherfucker March, decided to go take a piss in the middle of the night yeah. And anybody that's never been in theater doesn't understand how fucking dark it is. And it's, there's no, there's nothing. It's just fuck. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's well, with the the way the way they had it was each district had a certain amount of time that they would have electricity. And the district that we were in, the the 
electricity had shut off. Mm-hmm. All right. So you would have 20 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes of, of electricity uh, throughout the, you know, throughout the day, you know. And by the time it came back to your district, it'd be like two, three hours. Right. So, boom. So, I mean, that, that we were lucky because before when we first got there, they weren't shit. No, it just shit. so happened. No, shit. Yeah, no, well, yeah, those well, plenty of defecation. Yeah, yeah. So as I was walking out, the like lights hum- were on. Smell like hummus. Yeah, all of it. And then all of a sudden, the lights just went. Plunk. It just everything shut off. Mm-hmm. So it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything. The only thing I can do to find it was feel the wall like this. So yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then smell the <laughs> the piss tube. Where so yeah, <laughs> your your pecker in between your index and your thumb, like that. Yeah, I, I, my, I used the my knuckles. My, oh yeah, your oh it was a full it was a full handful. <laughs> no, no, a, no, no, not a fan. No, <laughs> you're just being generous now. Yeah, I'm trying to pump you up, man. No. Speaking of pump, well, anyway, well, yeah, well, I was trying to reach down there. I was like, and it's a button fly, so I'm trying to take out the you know undo the buttons and stuff, Stupid. doing this. Stupid. And then of course I'm short. How much money did we that the U.S. government spent on button fly fucking? Pants for the fucking uh, military. Yeah, now and they now they use zippers zipper and Velcro. Why wouldn't they fucking? It's little decisions well, like that that fucking decide so much fucking shit. <clears throat> Who would you? But well, the, the, to the well, man right here. Well, the re- the reason they did it is so that way you wouldn't have any type of metal on you. Mm. That's the only reason why, because metal scraping against concrete or other metal makes noise, makes a distinct noise. And it that, makes a distinct noise, yeah. but so does fucking buttons. blast plastic buttons, yeah. wooden buttons. Yeah. They that, make well, a noise see, too. That's, that's what I didn't understand. Uh, I, I don't. Know, maybe they were gonna fucking bring in Magneto and he's gonna fucking rip out all our zippers. I don't know. Fucking. Mm. All I know is that I was losing <laughs> my shit, and then my vest kept closing because I had opened it up because I was short. My vest fit me almost goddamn down to like mid <laughs> mid thigh. Well, you're still short. Yeah. Not was short. You still well, are yeah. short. Yeah. Well, I I think I grew at least at least a little bit because I'm taller than Aaron. Wider. Oh, the the, the the height contest, <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, I won. I yeah, fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> I won by you. default because yeah, you didn't yeah. show. Oh, okay, you won. All right. Well, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, and that's I was I was digging in there for it, and it just kept closing on me. Mm-hmm. It kept closing, so I was exposed, mo- like three t- at least three times. I was exposed. So so, what happens if somebody decides to shoot you in the face instead of the chest? Well, see, that's the that's the thing. When I got shot, I originally initially thought I got shot in the face. Because I felt something uh, push the, against my yeah, face, you felt the, the, heat, yeah. and I was kind of like blind. It stung from the, I guess, from the the powder. Oh, are you telling powder. me? Are you telling me that an arcade motherfucker busted a nut on your face? Is <laughs> <laughs> that what happened, dog? <laughs> he shot you, and then he was. <laughs> is that what happened, dog? Busted his nine millimeter on my face, man. Motherfucker. Wait, well, I felt black. Yeah, yeah. See yeah well, I, and so I thought I got shot in the face, but it was warm because I all I heard was. And then my face was numb. It was mm-hmm. feeling numb. Mm-hmm. So I thought I got shot in the face. And I, f- I fell down. And I couldn't see. I just started shooting. I'm surprised I didn't shoot my damn kneecap off. Or my legs. Well, I started shooting at the wall. And my gun jammed, of course, because there's nothing but sand there. <laughs> and so I got up. In Iraq, I- there's sand? Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a sand. Who would have thought, though? Who would have fucking thought? That moon sand. Remember that moon sand? Uh, the fucking, it, this is where I hit all my fucking... Pilot, that's like, where top. I hit all my beer, dog. <laughs> okay. Continue. <clears throat> anyway... And our uh, my buddy was on t- up on top. He was doing Overwatch, and he couldn't he couldn't see the guy behind. It was the, pitch uh, black, man. He can't see well, shit. Well, he had he had NVGs on. Oh, but the thing is, when like even though with NVGs you could still see shadows. Well, he was within that shadow and he couldn't see him, and he didn't want to fire because I was still down there. 
until he can get like actually eyes on that guy mm. to shoot him. So he he didn't he didn't want to risk it. So I, I I made my way inside the the police state the record police station and the medic came you know came straight to me and checked me. I was like you're alright. I was like yeah yeah I think I'm alright. I was like look at my face because I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't see it was all like colors and what do you say dog it was covered in donut like, glaze he's like oh shit i was like what what happened to my face like you're just fucking ugly you look like <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, he's like he said you look like a glazed donut <clears throat> yeah and he, he checked my vest like oh you got shot and it's like i was like where he's like oh and he's like in the vest i was like well shit you made it, made it sound like i got shot in the fucking <laughs> stomach he's like he's like you look like you're all right i had a fucking big ass welt right here but i fucking bled for like i shit blood for like two weeks i think yeah like two weeks i shit blood mm. it had ruptured my ruptured something they said i don't know i guess from the bruising from in, well, no, uh, internal I bruising you, i, I guess. can I tell know. you from uh eyewitness uh <laughs> from visuals right now your your gut is really healthy right now <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really it's really good healthy. now <laughs> yeah it's really it's, it's robust <laughs> and, really yeah, and yeah and then yeah. of course the uh what was it like a few months actually actually we're yeah, it was like a few months went by and fucking Houston Chronicle went out there and was like, is they don't have any stories? And of course, to who do they think they fucking send the goddamn Houston Chronicle hey, that to? that short beaner got shot to by me. a fucking Iraqi. Yeah, was, well, he was uh, taking a piss. Say, uh, <laughs> that short beaner was pissing him and then he fucking got shot and by then, Iraqi. Yeah, yeah and, and I asked him, I was like, look. They called it brown on brown <laughs> I was like, time, look, bro. look, this is the story. And I told him, I was like, can you make it so- not sound so fucking stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fucking Beaner taking a piss. Yeah. And so, 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 and so, so did they nominate you for a Purple Heart after that story? Then, since they they modified no, it sufficiently, because I wasn't I wasn't what they called injured. I mean, I just had a scrape on my elbow from when I when I got knocked back, but that's about it. Um, they actually wanted me to go to Longstool because I kept I kept the shit out blood. They wanted to make sure it was nothing you know nothing serious. Had I gone. Then they would have ended up having to do the casualty the casualty feeder card, saying that you know I got shot, I'm injured, and this is what I'm experiencing. They're having to yeah. ship me off. Then with that, they could have used that to submit my pur- a purple heart. Well, or a purple. But because heart. I decided not to leave my team, like my fucking piece of shit, fucking goddamn son of a bitch, or goddamn. Or the, do you hate this guy, <laughs> Sergeant <laughs> Sergeant Major? Yeah, well, do, you, well, look, do you hate this guy? Yeah, or t- this, tell us how you really feel, Kiko, about this guy. Sucker. Well, this dude, he, look, he gives us this goddamn "We were soldiers" speech. The yeah. fucking Mill Gibson, "We were soldiers" speech. I'll be the first one to set foot on the ground, blah, blah blah, and I'll be the last one. He was the first motherfucker to leave. Nice. The first one to leave. What was his last name? Trump. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, uh, I just uh, asking. What the fuck? I don't like, see, I don't even fucking. Um, Shit, I don't even remember his fucking name. Good. All I know is a piece of shit. And he, and then when I went back, because after after a while, I was starting I was starting to experience a lot of uh, neurological problems. You know what they should have given you? Not a purple heart or a brown star, but they should have given you like a red starfish. Red star. Because your, your butthole was <laughs> bleeding goes, for two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so they should have given you whatever the red starfish meadow is. <laughs> It's like that's why. Uh, it was just a, a fucking ribbon with just, day, just red. Yeah, just let, it, let it be known, and it just be a dribble of red, and they'll be like, "What is that, Daddy?" When you, <laughs> like, I don't like to talk about it, son. Yeah, hey, because dark it, times. It's not because it's your your. You don't want to talk about it because you're ashamed of it, but you don't want to talk about it because it's because your butthole was bleeding for two weeks yeah. afterwards. So it's kind with, of embarrassing. With, 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 with V device. <laughs> it's not his butthole that was bleeding. It was in, internal and, and blood was coming out. So, the, But but still, it would be, it would be um, 
the what what did I call it? Red starfish. <laughs> it, 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 it'd be the bugle butt. The, fucking, the maroon starfish. <laughs> maroon starfish. <laughs> Let it be known on this day that the red brown eye Juan Alberto Ponce <laughs> has been recognized with the red starfish. <laughs> recognized with the rectal. Yeah. With the rectal, uh, the okay, bleeding hold rectal. On, hold on. We're, we're going way off. Yeah, I know. Fucking, we're yeah now we're off. now we're just do we do, do this shit yeah. all the time. We all say right. yeah, we established this. Okay, okay, so now you're in college. <laughs> Uh, the Virgin, the Virgin Mary, the Virgin Mary came and gave you a few God words. Damn, is that how far yeah. we fucking went on a tangent? Yeah, the the Virgin Mary came and right. gave you a few words. And being a good Catholic boy, you had to go toward that that vision of you, making you the Virgin Mary. Because I didn't say any of that. No, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. All I heard, all I heard was I was in pain. And then a female came and gave me some words. It'll come up in, in my brain. In my brain, it's yeah. In my brain, it's I'm a, a Mexican. I'm a good Mexican Catholic boy. And a female told me something, and she's the Virgin Mary. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go endeavor toward that goal right there, toward that light, and I'm gonna accomplish my goals because the Virgin Mary. <laughs> hey, continue. <laughs> yeah. So now you're in A and M. You're taking all the hard classes. I, I, you graduate. Yeah. Did I, you go to Dixie Chicken? You ate some of that chicken. I didn't eat any chicken at the Dixie Chicken. What? No, the Dixie Chicken is a bar. We go hang out there and we... How the, the fucking bar. Dixie Chicken was a gay bar, dude. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so Dixie Chicken does not serve fried chicken? I have no idea if they serve fried chicken. I, it, it, it's a bar. We okay. went hey, and we had beers there. Hey, sug- hey Sugars fucking sells, uh, what, serves steak and shrimp, right? So, yeah, they do. And the price has gone up. Uh, that's what I'm. I'm what? We'll, we'll address this in later podcasts okay. because Sugar's lunch special has gone up from two ninety nine to like four ninety nine in the past couple of years. You know what I'm it, saying the girls, that's pretty steep. Yeah, the girls haven't gotten any prettier. Inflation, yeah, inflation, inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the dollars, the dollars been strong for a while, so inflation shouldn't yeah. play a role in this. Yeah, you know what I'm well, saying, hey, look, your girls, they're not that much cost prettier. Of living, yeah. man. <laughs> the cost of living goes look at up. them a little rougher. <laughs> okay, so we're at Dixie Chicken. They don't. Evidently, Juan doesn't give a fuck about the, the restaurant's called Dixie Chicken. He don't give a fuck about the fried chicken there. He just wants to drink alcohol. Riss? Everybody goes there to drink alcohol, yes. But not to eat fried chicken. To my knowledge, no. Juan was there during the collapse of the bonfire? I, I was not there during the collapse of the bonfire. The bonfire collapse happened one year after I left. One year after you left? The, the year after I graduated is when the bonfire collapse happened. And why did that collapse happen? They have done a few studies on that. Uh, primarily, it was physics. Um, they the way they everybody do physics is, physics is a fucking lie. Physics don't work. It's physics <laughs> explains everything physical in our world, in our universe as we know it. Okay, and that's the key word as we know it. Mm-hmm. That uh, there as you go. As we know yeah, it, yeah, because we don't know what we don't know. Another beer? No, I'm Another good right now. I'm yeah. good right now. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So. Uh, not to disrespect disrespect anybody that was negatively impacted by the bonfire collapse because it was a tragedy. Yeah, it was yeah. sucks. Uh, I, uh, you know, down to my core, it sucks. Yeah, it, it, it hurts. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, the the fundamental problem with it that particular year <coughs> is uh, the way they build the bonfire. It, it's in it's in tiers and stacks. Yes, right? yes. So. Bottom tier, next tier, next tier, and they have a center pole that basically goes from the bottom to the top. That gets buried in the in the ground, kind of supports the whole structure. 
the creation of the structure, basically all the logs are able to rest against one another and they get wired together, tied together. And so they, they hold together, they lean against one another and they keep the structure erect. They do one layer at a time. Mm-hmm. That particular year, yes, we had some rain. So things were soggy, things were wet, things were uh, heavy. Okay. You, right, the wood gets heavy when it's wet. Um, and on that particular evening, I believe, there was just a little bit, just enough of a nudge, enough of a slide between logs that it started to twist on itself. And when it did that, the structural integrity <coughs> of the forces, of logs leaning on each other, was basically nullified mm-hmm. and as it started to twist and turn it kind of broke the center pole and then the whole thing started to collapse there's no structural integrity there and and that was 99 right 90 that was in i believe that was in 2000 so for now are is AM still doing that bonfire uh no no they're not doing it no fuck uh, they should be doing it dude they really officially, should I mean, there, there, is, there is no more bonfire on the premises of A&M. Mm. Uh, there is a bonfire memorial, uh, tribute to those that lost their lives that mm. day. Again, very sad. Subdued, kind of. But, but nonetheless, paying tribute to those kids that lost their lives. Mm. Uh, I don't know for a fact if it's still going on, but I know that they have had... Um, unofficial. They're not university sponsored. Yeah, they're, not yeah. sponsored sanctioned, yeah. they're not sanctioned by the university. They're not. It, it, it is individual that host a smaller bonfire. A, you know, people that are long, willing to get together and do that. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't kept up with it. Honestly, I. I, I do not um, know all the ins and outs. I haven't. I have four kids myself. I. Uh, I very very busy life you know working and also i don't keep up with everything there is to be with adam but i know that the bonfire after that happened has not happened officially on the premises of the campus man that's sad because i mean i've always been like a i've always been a longhorn fan or a longhorn guy whatever but yeah <laughs> but grab a straw yeah when the day the day that i heard that i was like oh fuck and then if they if them not having it again or coming back from it I was like, oh, they should, dude. They should just, they should come back bigger. It's something else. And I, I visited, I visited A&M campus before, uh, before graduating high school. They took us, I don't know, maybe, uh, we might've been on that trip together. Maybe, uh, we went to go see Caulfield, everything, beautiful campus. Uh, the one thing I did, the one thing that does, uh, uh stick out in my head about our visit to A&M is somebody took a massive shit in the fucking one of the lobbies of the buildings and didn't flush it. And I went in to go uh, urinate, and I walked in the stall, and I was like, Jesus Christ, what fucking Sasquatch <laughs> visited this fucking toilet bowl because they didn't flush you know, it. Everything is bigger in Texas. Yeah, it, it, honestly, yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly. It looked like a fucking burrito supreme fucking <laughs> relaxing on the beach. Or yeah, the shit, Kiko part. was just talking about how many how many feet did you say it was? No, so, no, centimeters. <laughs> 50 centimeters. 50 feet? From what? Took a shit out of his ass at 50 yeah. feet. At 50 log feet? Food. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> a 50 feet that motherfucker was sticking out like that straight out of the goddamn water like that. Like goddamn Nessie. Like, you, was, like you had to it, stand it, up it from it the toilet <laughs> so that it could come off of your butt. Yeah. Like, sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> 
had to do a little like, like, like get, <laughs> start a new one. <laughs> <clears throat> and then sorry. I flushed it, and it just kept rolling around like that. So it painted the whole goddamn inside of the you toilet. You watch South Park? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas food. <laughs> yeah, Christmas food. <laughs> what, what was your shit talking to you? Was it singing to you? <laughs> it, it winked at me. Howdy <laughs> <laughs> ho! So okay, we're graduating from Texas A&M University, right? You got your aerospace engineering degree. You go out in the workforce. Where do you go to work? I went to work for a company that was named United Space Alliance. Okay, and what did they do? They were basically the sole contractor for the space shuttle program. Okay. Uh, right around that time, or just a few years before that time, NASA had made a decision to uh, basically get rid of the shuttle. Combine no, Go combine all the contractors that worked on the shuttle program because it was a lot of contractors. Mm -hmm. Uh, they they said you know it's a it's a lot of people to, a lot of companies to keep track of let's combine them all and they made this United Space Alliance uh, the biggest players and the biggest contractors on that were Boeing and Lockheed and they mm -hmm. had a joint alliance there um, so I worked for United Space Alliance that maintained the shuttle and flew shuttle missions uh, from I believe they started in 1997 okay. I started working there in 1999. Okay. Um, and so from 1999 to 2012, when the shuttle was retired, I worked on the shuttle program. Cool. Um, now, I did, you know, aerospace engineering. Um, so my degree was very specific to aerodynamics. Uh, actually, I studied more uh, aerodynamics with regard to planes uh, versus rockets. And the shuttle, I don't know if you know, but is is a space vehicle that turns into a plane as mm. it comes in. Mm. Uh, Non-powered flight, so, so it, it goes, glides. It in. goes from here to... Right. Just like a big glider just coming right. in. Right, it's a big glider coming in. Uh, comes in like a rock, you know. Tons, tons of pounds and uh, doesn't have any power. So uh, that's why the astronauts flying that had to be good pilots. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, anyway, I did, so I did the shuttle program there for 12 years and for the first few years of my career there i did uh i did use my uh, aerospace engineering degree particularly in guidance navigation control and i did and i did flight software uh verification so i made sure that the flight software worked correctly to execute on the mission uh, as we went mission to mission sure. um so that's where i started my career um in that in that role, I was able to, you know, uh, gain knowledge, gain respect, and I became the manager of the group. Um, as the shuttle was retired, I was moved over, and I became the manager of the software development group that did some of the Orion flight software. Um, within the NASA environment, you know, contracts move around, mm -hmm. contractors basically uh, win and lose contracts. Hold on, are you telling me that government contracts are shady? Nope. Just, no, nope. no. Okay. I'm telling you, government contracts come to oh, an end. Why? Uh, why are you winking at me? Why, why, is, your, why is your left eye winking at me so much? <laughs> so, um, we we were subcontracted to the prime contractor that was doing Orion. Yeah. So United Space Alliance became a subcontractor to the prime, which was at the time was Lockheed Martin or is Lockheed Martin doing Orion. Um, and, and I was a software developer manager, development manager for them uh, for a couple of years there. And it was at that time that the company, United Space Alliance, that was formed to do the shuttle, basically was going away because the shuttle went away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the shuttle um, programs, yeah. So, so when that company was going away, then I went off and uh, started to do a different project. Same, 
same vehicle, different role, different company. Uh, at the time, again, I was I was the manager for the group, and there. Whenever we do these transitions from one contract to another, people lose their jobs. I felt I could get a job um, pretty easily, or or I was confident I could get another job. So I elected to move so that I could save a job for somebody else mm -hmm. on the contract. So I did. I went to another job where I I basically did independent verification validation of the. Orion program and then after two years there I actually went to the prime contractor Lockheed Martin and did the Orion program with them for about five years so when you're talking about validation what were, what were you validating what, were, what was so, uh, don't tell me it was like uh, the toilet seat has to fucking no. drop down so I <laughs> in in my 21 years working in the NASA industry I've worked in the flight software aspect of the vehicles. So in the space shuttle program, the computer that flies the vehicle, the computer that gets the vehicle from point A to point B, uh, that ensures we can dock with the space station, that ensures we can come back in and land, that, that software that drives everything, that's what I was working on. That's what I've been working on for 21 years and, and make sure that it works correctly. Mm -hmm. um, the, the terms verification and validation in the NASA industry, I mean, there's a very specific definition of those you go and you verify that that software works exactly like the requirements told it to work. Mm -hmm. And then you go in and validate that the thing that you built actually does the function that's supposed to be done for the mission. Mm -hmm. the, you're validating that it works. Um, so did you build it right? And did you build the right thing? Those are the, those are the two things. So anyway, that's what I've been working on for 21 years almost. Um, and that's very specifically with the flight software, the brains, the machine, the brains behind the machine. Um, again, early on in my career, it was heavily focused on the guidance, navigation, and control, uh, the flight control aspect of it, controlling the vehicle correctly. Um, and then, as I grew in the, the in the field, I just basically started to get all all levels of understanding and the flight software aspect of things and how in it, it integrates with the subsystems and make sure it communicates with the subsystems correctly. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I've, I've done a whole lot of systems engineering from a flight software perspective and ensuring that the vehicles that we're sending to space are in fact doing their job. What they're supposed to do. Yeah. So how do you feel now where there's more private enterprise uh, coming into like the space travel you got virgin galactic you got tesla with their self i mean the fucking rocket that was impressive man tesla fucking the tesla landing their own fucking rocket back that's impressive man that's it looks that, that's it, it, looks, it looks sweet yeah yes so how do you feel like uh nasa being a you know quote-unquote government entity taking you know the public's tax dollars how do you see like private enterprise entering this this landscape? Is it do you does it make you well, happy or does it is it more competitive or does it improve things? Uh, well, I have a biased opinion on that because <laughs> of what I do. Yeah, but okay. but let me say that regardless of which path it is, it's still government tax dollars that are paying for that. Mm -hmm. So so the NASA programs, whether NASA is sponsoring them and driving them. Is government tax dollars or if nasa is paying a commercial company to do yeah. those that's nasa government tax dollars that work there too mm. so so either way yes it's it's government funded it's just whether or not nasa itself builds them and runs them or 
contract somebody else to build them and forth. So like the DOD, Department of Defense, generally speaking, makes contracts with these companies where they, uh, they, they say, I need this vehicle that can do this, 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 this. give it to me. Mm. They go off and build it, test it, run it, and say, here you go, we're done. Uh, generally speaking, in the past, NASA, with regard to human space flight, has been very active in, you know, not, not just we want this, this, and this, and this. I want to see you. I want to be involved in it. I want to make sure we're doing it the way we need to do it. Uh, I mean, or like micromanaging, sort uh, of, or not micromanaging, like but indirect, an, an active participant <laughs> in the whole build process okay. of everything. So, so they're, they they are fully aware of what's going on every step of the way, uh, versus just giving them direction. Give me this product. I receive the product. They're they're actively involved in every step of the process. Um, so, so that's. That's one way of doing business versus the DOD and, mm -hmm. and how we're doing right now with commercial crew and all that. So the commercial companies have been able to do that uh, independently and give NASA the product. Um, and, and, and that's great. It's, it's gonna be, it is great to have competitive uh, competition basically, yes, drives more efficient use of the money, drives more um, uh, Innovation. Innovation. Yeah. But at the same time, when you start dealing with human lives, mm. a commercial company yeah. could lose a whole lot they, they if, don't, yeah. if they end up losing lives. So, I mean, same thing with, with NASA. I mean, if you look back in the, in the history of NASA and the accidents the that we've Challenger. Had, All you got to look is the, history, dude, the, the Challenger, uh, what was it? Uh, every, not, not Discovery or Columbus Columbia. or Columbia. Columbia, Columbia was I a got, fucking tragedy, dude. I got a, I got a story on Columbia. Yeah. So, it was over Texas, yeah? It was over, over Texas. Texas. Yeah, sad. Fucking sad, dude. I so, know they showed they showed us a fucking launch and when it blew up in the fucking sky. No, that, that was, was Challenger. Challenger. Was that Challenger? Challenger. Columbia was on the way. That was in eight, yeah eighty six because that's was, yeah. yeah Columbia yeah. was on the way in. Yeah, so Columbia. Why are you laughing, motherfucker? Dude, <laughs> it so, was like tragic. Dude, we're yeah. like all of a sudden like, okay, yeah. they every, dropped the TV every, and then every they, teacher just turned off the TV. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, because Challenger was a big thing because that was a teacher, teacher going up yeah. to space teacher, and they'd be teaching from space, which was great. Except that happened. That's crazy. Um, and, and, and 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 there's a there's a whole lot of history that that comes with that. You know, they've done a lot of, or they did the big the big investigation and the reporting. Uh, since then, many other people, many other entities have gone in and investigated that themselves and come to the same or similar conclusion. You know, there mm -hmm. there is there is pressure. There is always you know NASA has to perform, has to put this out, has to go through with it because people are watching because you know they're tired of seeing scrubs. They're tired. And so it's a, it's always a, a very fine balance. And as a as a manager, I myself as a manager, you know, I, I have to take into consideration those things. NASA has to take into consideration those things, the risks. Mm -hmm. um, and we we make it a point to try to identify risks as best as we can, as accurately as we can, and we make decisions on those risks, risk assessments. Um, so some, you're so you're your own risk manager, basically. So, so yes, uh, for every for. For all the projects that I've had to manage, I've had to I've had to define risks associated with that. Damn. What those impacts are, whether they're monetary impacts or human life or mission impacts, those things have to be assessed. And at the end of the day, before we make a decision to say, yep, let's go with it, 
we check off all those boxes and we say, yes, we've mitigated that. We've mitigated that. You know, the worst case that can happen here is, is has been mitigated to just this, to just that. And so that's part of the process that NASA follows. So, it's, you know, whenever you're talking about human life. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out already, though. <laughs> yeah. So those are the things you have to consider. And, I mean, and let that, me, that's on a scale of that's just not on a scale of make believe. It's, it's on yeah. a scale of actual families. Let me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, so yeah. let me let me tell you, I mean, the, the Columbia accident, that was actually my first big job coming out of college. I had just finished my first big job on the space shuttle program, flight software. And I said, I went and made sure that this piece of software that I was flying, um, that, that we made a change to and upgraded it and made it, you know, it was awesome. I double checked everything, triple checked everything. And it was designed to be um, flown for the first time on the Columbia mission. And this piece of software runs when Columbia is basically coming in from outer space. And when did the Columbia accident happen? When the sucker was coming in from outer space. So the first thing in my mind, my mind in Columbia was like, I fucked up. Yeah. What did I miss? What did I do? And as soon as it happened, I was like, shit, I, I, I need to go figure this out. Because, you know, people died on that sucker. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, those, I mean, everybody at NASA that was involved yeah, felt, was was in the know, office felt at least some sort of yes some yeah you know, I mean, blame it, it, it sucks it sucks <clears throat> royally you know you you these are your friends that you put yeah, on a vehicle yeah. you flew them up and, and an accident happened so so yeah i mean i i went into the office and, and while they had everybody they needed all the you know all the important people i had mm. just come out of college i was like you know hey man i gotta help out you know i gotta i gotta make yeah. sure i know what happened because you know, did I did I fuck it up? Did I fuck it up? And and I mean, I went through the flight software, uh, the the particular pieces of the software that I was looking at, guidance, navigation, and control. And I was looking at individual pieces of data, and I mean, like I'm talking ones and zeros, um, where I get a big chunk of ones and zeros, and I start looking at the memory, and I could see in the memory what the software was doing, how it was trying to control the vehicle as it was coming in. And I could see when the sensors went bad, when the temperature was too high, and the temp- this sensor's bad, this sensor's bad, this sensor's better. Oh, this, and 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 when what ended up happening after all the investigation, it's not just like a domino effect of just things. Just- yeah, and and but but it wasn't even a software thing. It was when they launched, they had a big piece of uh, foam with ice, basically make a a hole in the wing of the shuttle. It's happened in the past, so. There was some experience with it. They looked at it and they said, ah, you know, we've had foam hit the wings before. It sh- should be okay. And we investigated it, looked at it, and everybody kind of looked, again, risk mitigation. They look at it and they look in the past and they said, yeah, we've had strikes like that before. It looks kind of the same. It should probably be okay. It turned, it, out, it turned out it wasn't okay. There was a big gaping hole in the leading it's edge Columbia. of the wing. Columbia. Um, and, and that hole, as, as it's coming in, I mean... It, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but as it's coming in from from outer space into the atmosphere, as it gets into the atmosphere, just rubbing against the air in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. it's like 2,000 degrees, 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Friction. Friction with the air. Yeah. And so that heat was coming right into that, go, into that hole. Mm-hmm. 
it was melting, you know, easily all, melting all the wires, all the sensors, melting all the aluminum, all the metal that has the structural integrity of the vehicle to the point to where that wing on the shuttle just sheared off. You know, it, it, it just broke yeah, off. So it's like basically having the blowtorch and just... Exactly. That's exactly just, right. With a blowtorch. He goes, a fucking physicist? <laughs> Hell yeah. He, he knows a thing or two. Look yeah, at that. Yeah. So, so that's, what, that's what it was. That was the cause of the accident. You know, and, and, and again, the, from, from my perspective, the flight software that I had looked at, my very first big project, I went through and looked at all the ones and zeros, and it was behaving like it should have. Like mm. it should have, yeah. It felt those forces a little bit weird, and it would adjust. It would adjust. And, and it, this was like, you know, 40 times a second. Yeah. I'm sorry, 25 times a second. It, it, it does it. It was going through every single calculation and checking and checking the temperature readings and checking the pressure readings. And um, it, you can see the software was trying to control the vehicle up until the point where everything just sheared off yeah. and there was no control. You can't fly a it was trying to compensate one wing. It was trying to compensate right. for and, and that. And on. it's at yeah. that point that we lost all data from the vehicle, all communication mm. with the vehicle. And it just tumbled out of control, going that fast. Everything just broke it, apart. Yeah. So that was my first unfortunate huge learning experience in the nasa space program and for a good i don't know half a day i thought it was all my fault because that was my first big project to put make sure that software as it came in from orbit make sure it worked well and that's when it crashed that's when it all uh tumbled and, and fell apart so so ever since then it's like I make it a point to understand as much as possible exactly what the hell is going on when this thing is doing that and this thing is doing that. What does it mean? Um, and so I and, I and I've talked to several, uh, you know, now that I'm a, a more experienced engineer, I've talked to several younger engineers coming out of college and, and try to explain to them the importance of that. It's you're not just building a piece. No, you're not just, you know, throwing nuts and bolts together. You're not just writing a little program that does A, B and C. This is a big picture, grand scheme of things. It's a big project. You got people on there, real life people that are going to be on there. You, know, you got to make sure it's right. You got to make sure you understand exactly what it's doing at yeah. all times. Um, and, and really, again, that's the that's the hardest part about doing any um, high tech project where people are going to be involved, or where people are going to be there, you know, and could lose their lives because of it. So. I forgot. Well, where, where were we headed with this? Um, oh, we're just uh, getting some of your background, man. Yeah. And you know, what it, what what uh, what your education entailed, and that's something you know, for for a certain generation. Like even you, Kiko, you remember the Challenger. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I yeah. remember being a kid. I, I don't even know what grade I was in. Maybe third, third grade. grade. That's probably third grade. I was. Uh, I think I was kinder. And they showed. Uh, they showed the Challenger going up, and then all of a sudden it fucking exploded, and the yeah, teachers TVs went they, off, yeah, and all they TVs shut went it off, quiet and, and for a little everybody bit. was quiet. And to this day, I still look up if you go on YouTube and you look up a T.S. Eliot's poem with Anthony Hopkins reading it, but they show the background of the Challenger, and I'll get to drinking beers and I'll start watching it. And I still cry like a baby to this day. Yeah, and you can you fucking, can you can see where uh, I I remember uh, rewatching it when it was coming in. 
like you could see like something coming off like like no 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 the challenger was up the challenger well, was no, well, like well you can Columbia see like was uh, Columbia was oh, in, yeah that's what I mean. Columbia, Columbia was in you can see where the like you can see like look like sparks or molten like metal or something yeah, coming off so the everything wind. everything yeah as yeah. it fell apart everything was basically burning up mm-hmm. um, I mean so that's one thing that you see when you see a shooting star when you see um, any hunk of metal coming into the atmosphere that's what's going to happen. Is yeah. As it's coming through, it's coming in so fast, friction is so high, mm-hmm. temperature gets so hot, it just burns up. Um, that was, I don't know if you've ever got a chance to see the shuttle coming in like at night, but it would leave a plasma trail that was freaking awesome to see. Just the glowing red trail of, uh, you know, superheated gas. No, superheated gas. Superheated, superheated uh, that layer of, of heat coming off of the, the, the vehicle burning through the uh, the atmosphere, the, the air in the atmosphere, ionizing it. I'm not sure what the correct term is for from a from the chemical reaction that's happening there. But Hold on. Are you telling us that NASA is putting chemtrails out there? To no. Affect- <laughs> <laughs> no God damn it. That. No, I'm just fucking bullshitting with you, man. Uh, you know, it sounds like the motherfuckers on Borat. Dude, dude. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying it was a cool thing to see the shuttle come in at night when you can see that trail. Yeah. One of my one of my greatest um, memories is uh, we were in Orlando for a, a job conference, and I, I looked it up before I forget. I got, I've been drinking a lot, so I don't remember. It. But uh, the shuttle launched that day, and we were on a bus traveling in Disney World from one one park to another in Disney World. And I said, "Holy fuck! Look at that! It's the fucking shuttle!" I could say, "Man, dude, it's one of my favorite memories to this fucking day." Yeah, so powerful, dude. And I know Juan, you know, Juan's a numbers guy. You know, he's fucking understands numbers real good, math. But I know in his heart, he's a fucking romantic. Yeah, I, yeah that's why he's laughing right now. He's a fucking romantic. He is. Uh, what did we say last time you were here? Don Ignacio. Don Ignacio. What did we say last time, Juan? I don't know, man. Don't we remember. went. I don't remember. Look, I don't this know. is this no, is a definition you, of one. You were freaking bringing up lies. No, these we are, even called up Bob. You weave web of lies. lies we called up Bob and and Bob confirmed my side of the story. So Bob, nullifying Bob, your side of the story. Bob is a career Navy guy, so we all know that he fucking he sticks to. Are we gonna call him up right now, live well, on the I, air again? I'll call him right now. God damn it. Because it's too late. as children, as teenagers, we went to go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles God Part Two. That's what lying. that's what gang members do. Gangsters do. <laughs> Gangsters. And Juan, <laughs> yeah, and Juan bought a ticket to go watch Ghost the same day. Like, what the fuck? Is, he went Wait. to go watch Ghost alone. Do you want to watch Demi Moore? Right. That, that, that's all no. it was. Yeah. That's Demi Demi Moore was fucking hot. No, Demi Moore but is is. I don't dude. know if she still is, but. Oh, shit. Demi Moore, if you're listening to this, yo te hablo en español si quieres, mujer. Yeah, I'll talk to you in Spanish if you want. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, because Demi Moore is still hot. But yeah, true story. We went to go watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2, The Secret of the Ooze, like every fucking 13 or 14-year-old boy would go do. And this little cunt right here went to go watch Ghost. Yeah. Gay. But we said, okay. Ghost was who, a good Who did you though. say was there? Those maybe a bunch of I don't remember no, no, of us of us uh, of James, our close friends. James was there for sure. James was there for sure. 
I just remember me, you, and James, but I think it was a handful oh, yeah, of us. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Last time you said it was me, you, James, Bobby, but David, It was probably Chris. Bob, yeah. But I we promise you. We call the Bob. We call the Bob. Bob doesn't Do you know. remember this, he's Bob? Been, he's and been he, brainwashed. He's been he brainwashed said, by the Navy for fucking 20 years. No. He doesn't even remember. Bob clearly said, I do not. Of course he would fucking toe the line. Of course okay, he would toe the government line. Yeah. Of course he would toe the government line. Because he's been brainwashed by the fucking Navy for 20 years. Of course he would say, yes, my friend that works for NASA didn't go watch Ghost instead ah. of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2. Because he's a fucking red-blooded fucking patriotic American. <laughs> and of course Which, he by the way, I wasn't always an American. For real? For real. Yeah? Yeah. Where were you born? I was born in Mexico, goddammit. Serious? What Hell city? Yeah. Or what town? Zacatecas. The For state real? of Zacatecas. The state of Zacatecas? I won't say what my hometown is, because I don't want people to know my hometown. But What's your hometown? It's a little small town in the mountains in Zacatecas. What's it called? <laughs> a little mountain. A little small town in the mountains It's irrelevant of man. at the moment. <laughs> That's you know the name of it. You know what it's called? 50 yardas. <laughs> 50 yards Zacatecas. <laughs> no. Because he threw the first 50 yard touchdown pass. I don't know. No. So. It's even better, dude. The story there, dude. Mm-hmm. The truth. Okay. I told my mom, I remember when we came over here. Yes. And I remember I was looking over the edge of the boat and I was watching the water run by. That's what I love because I know, I know and, how big this fucker's brain is. And I know my earliest memories. I know my earliest memories, dude. My earliest memories are for when I was like two or three years old. I know them. And I know this little fucking cunt right here remembers. Remember, yeah, I remember no. his. I remember his memory. No, I no. know he knows his memories from when he was at the very least fucking three. But that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I, was, I was three, maybe four years old. When I told that story to my mom, my mom busted out laughing. She's like, boat. What the hell are you talking about? A boat? We didn't come in a boat. You were in a fucking lancha in an inner tube. That's what and a lancha is. You were holding on for dear life. Jake Ignacio. So, yeah, in a lancha. So, yeah. what you're saying is that you do remember going to watch Ghost. I, I do not remember. <laughs> no, I know, I know for a fact I did not go to watch Ghost when you went to go watch yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's fucking full of shit. It's a fact. I know. I know, I know for a fact. I know for a fact. He did, yeah. We went to watch Ninja Turtles Part 2, Secret of the Ooze, and this little fucking gay boy went to go watch Ghost. Hey, it was a Because good movie, he's though. a romantic. Because he's a romantic at heart. No ma- Don't let the numbers and the NASA job uh, fucking uh, confuse you. He's a romantic. I will heart. not. I will not deny that. I See, will openly you. admit that I and am a romantic, a romantic at heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So nobody can see anybody. You can't see on this podcast, or maybe you can if I mean, you raise your hand. But uh, raise your hand if you drove a big white car, a 1970s Ford Granada. No. But or grand, what the fuck was that big? It was a 1976 Ford Cougar. Okay, Ford Cougar. But you played Air Supply cassette on repeat every day after football practice. Didn't work (laughs) in the 76 Ford Cougar. I had I had one cassette tape in there, which was what that I did not own that 
Well, the previous driver of the car left in there one day and it fucking stayed in there for the rest of the life of that car because the radio didn't work. And yes, it was a, it was a air supply I'm just saying that would just go backwards and forwards over and over every single song. I'm just air saying supply. the songs were good. The songs were good. Yeah. Air Supply. They're, they're look them, look them, yeah, look them up. But after football practice, after you dropped everybody else off and it's just two guys in a fucking car. <laughs> And you're and you're, you're not allowed. You're yeah. at a stop sign or a red light, and it's fucking air supply playing fucking loud. I'm all out of love. I'm, I'm so lost, lost without you. you. And I'm like, and then I look at Juan. I'm like, Juan, you're the driver. I'm the passenger. So in this scenario, that makes me the bitch. That makes me the bottom. Oh, they're like, Gibby was my bitch. Yeah, that take. Yeah, it's like, man, that that chubby guy takes it in the fucking bum right there because he he loves that little hairy fucking Wolverine right there. <laughs> the fucking Jeez, uh, yeah, I'll tell you who took it. No, um, Jesus Christ, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to know that story. <laughs> no, welcome to Bean Dip Podcast Confessions. <laughs> that one time when we were. Uh, we came out of football practice. It was fucking pouring. And I had in my 76 Ford Cougar. Was that a Cougar? It was a, it was cougar. a two-door Cougar, yeah. Two-door. Carburetor. Uh, big old boat, yeah. yeah fucking eight fucking miles would, per gallon. I mean, it would it would glide, man. You go over on a bump on the smooth. street, and it would just yeah, smooth, fucking glide. <laughs> I felt like Like driving hunched, on clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Like a boat. It was like a like boat. It was yeah. a boat. It was a boat, yeah. But I, I had nine people in that car that day. Mm, gangster, dog. Dude. I was fucking what? You know what? Fifteen w- years old. Juan. No Juan. driver's license, motherfucker. No insurance, motherfucker. And I had nine motherfuckers in my car. Juan inspired the SUV. <laughs> yeah, some That's a, right. a Ford That's right. a Ford executive pulled up next to us at a red light and looked over like he's got Damn, nine the, motherfuckers. You gonna need a bigger boat? There's nine Mexicans <laughs> in that motherfucker. Let, hold on. L- listen to me, Bob. We stretched that car out. We put two doors and third row seating on it, <laughs> and then all the Mexicans are covered. <laughs> One inspires the fucking exactly right. and, and then what the Mexicans you, do? You only put for that more one. people in there. Yeah, we put more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, nine people in that fucking car. Damn. I don't know if you remember that, but probably. Yeah. Was there any in the, in the trunk? Nobody that, in the trunk. Damn. I had, I had the trunk uh, was big, dog. The trunk was oh, yeah. bigger. I had people I sitting on top of each other, and the last person was lying down on top of the second layer of people sitting on people, <laughs> and. So you, yeah. had like, you, so you basically had a a, a man a manwich, but it always <laughs> seemed it always seemed like it was always me and one the last two. I was always the last one. <laughs> well, we fucking and then the, the fuck yes, and then I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without. You. I was like, it always it always shit. every time he dropped you off or it went, wound up at that sta- yeah. same stop sign. It always wound up on that song, huh? And then I I live fucking <laughs> deep in the West Side, dude. So I was I always had to prove my fucking G card when I get off the car, like. Say, nigga, you motherfucker, you fucking, you listen to Air Supply, motherfucker? I was like, bitch, I just, I just got this motherfucker to give me a ride. <laughs> so he, made, he, made my, he fucking made my childhood hard, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so. Jumped off Tarasha's shirt, no, grabbed the bottle, broke it over back. your head, okay. and was like, Colum- all right, what's your uh, dinner? Columbia shuttle's done, right? We're, we're past the Challenger, which was fucking. I'll probably, um, after this podcast is over, I'll probably go on YouTube and watch, dude, Anthony Hopkins' uh, rendition of T.S. Eliot poem with the ch- uh, Challenger um, video on the background. <coughs> Fucking heartbreaking, dude. I'll watch that on loop over and over, and I'm just, I'm just crying. Columbia's done. So now that's what, early 2000s, 03? 2003. 2003, okay. 
So where do we where do we pivot from there? What's going on? So I mean, at, at that point, it was very similar to the Challenger accident. Is that so? After after something like that happens, I mean, you have to know exactly what happened, what was the reason that it happened, so that that shit doesn't happen again. Yeah. Um, so NASA, the whole NASA community, uh, basically scoured through every piece of evidence, everything data, that could go all wrong, the all the data, everything that could go wrong. They looked at, looked at it, analyzed it, and how could we make it better? Um, I mean, one of the big things that they made for the, every shuttle flight after that is that before you go, before you leave the space station to go back into Earth, mm. the space shuttle itself had to do a little maneuver where it would rotate. Okay, time out. Is, is Earth flat one? Is the Earth flat? The, <laughs> is the Earth the flat? The floor that we're standing <laughs> on <laughs> is relatively flat. Yeah. Earth itself is not flat. Good. Okay. For all you folks out there that believe that the Earth is flat, so understand there. that that is physically Incable, impossible, impossible in this universe. So all Physically this, impossible. So all the stars are around, the plants are around. The orbits. Well, are they're they're round. not round. They're, they're geode, like a geode, right? They're they're, they're semi. They're, they're elliptical. Yeah. Elliptical. elliptical. They're elliptical. They're elliptical. Okay. And and that's just again the pure nature of the physics of the gravitational pull. Anything that has mass has a gravitational pull. And as oh, those like, fucking look equal, he's round as shit. Yeah, a lot of mass. He's got mass. Yeah. You and I are right now fucking attracted Sexy, to yeah, Kiko Sexy right now. Sugar. We're, we're sexy. fucking attracted that, to That's him. how we're pulling off on this other, fucking podcast right now. Yeah, on the other side <laughs> of the table, we're sexy as shit, and Kiko is just a little round mass of circle. Gravitational pull. Yeah, gra yeah. uh, gravity, and we're attracted, and we're attracted to him. To him. Yeah. We are physically attracted to him. Because you're round, you piece of shit. So yeah. you can tell that to every fucking woman you meet. I know for a fact you are attracted to me. You can't deny yeah. it. So are you telling me that only women think that the earth is flat? That's not a bad, that's not no. a bad uh, pickup line right there. Yeah. That is not a bad pickup line. Now, if you, if you pick up a smart chick and she yeah. starts questioning where the hell you get that information from, then you got to. You're you fucked. Gotta, yeah. Yeah, then you're I got to flex. I was like, yeah. I, I know a guy in. I saw know. a YouTube video one time. I, I, I know a guy from NASA. <laughs> but yeah, you, you can go into any bar and tell any girl. Listen, honey, I know for a fact honey. you are physically yeah. attracted to me. It is proven by the laws of physics. I'm going to go tell that to Josie right now. She's going to fucking smash the shit out like, of you, I know for a fact <laughs> that I'm attracted to... I mean, you're. A, um, we're physically, gravitationally, we're, we're, no, no, we're no, massive. You don't, you don't have to say <laughs> We're massive. I'm going to fuck it all up. And the person with the most mass has the most attraction. Yeah. Because gravitational right. force is a function of mass. I'm going to screw it up. I'm going to so be like, hey, come over here and pull me. Pull my gravitation. <laughs> yeah, I like that one, dude. Yeah. Come over here and pull me. I mean. Uh, Damn, girl. I want to lick your mass so bad. <laughs> I want to eat your mass, girl. I so love physics, too. So I love physics, too. gravitational force, I believe, is. What? No eating mass? How about a little M1 gravitational M2. pull? <laughs> Man, this podcast is fucking. Uh, no. Yeah, it's fucking denigrated to physics. Uh, well, man. What, what, physics. physics yeah. What did you say earlier? Which one? Desgraciados. Desgraciados. Con una chinga. Uh, <clears throat> so physics. So then, what gets me one? You know, me myself. I and already I, know. Though, I'm. F what are we? What are we? How old are you? Forty-five. Forty-four. I'm fucking forty-five. Forty-five. I'm forty-four years old now. 
I'm, like, I'm, I'm the young buck here. I'm 39. 39. You're so you're, baby. Yeah, yeah, you're dumb as shit. So, <laughs> look, uh, raise your hand if you got shot by a fucking Iraqi. What a fucking I don't, like, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he was an Iraqi because we did have Jordanians. Okay. We did have Syrians. Uh, we that, did have... Uh, raise your hand if you but, got but shot he, by a foreigner. What but, a fucking idiot. <laughs> But he was he was actually a, a an Iraqi police officer that we had uh, fired for being for taking bribes. What a cunt! Yeah, yeah. fuck that uh, the fucking Iraqi blue yeah. dog. Oh, what yeah, they they, they well the the own, his own police buddies hemmed him up. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that gets me, Juan, though, is I'm so I'm so interested in the numbers. You know, I I try to fucking I start trying to figure out the. I'm obsessed with the idea of I'm obsessed with the idea of the sphere and the, and the circle. Everything is always comes back to that. No, I mean f- from the micro level to the macro level, right? From fucking atoms to you know so the, the proton, the neutron, the, the electron, spherical shape. The, the, sp- the, the spherical sphere. shape it is in fact a very stable shape. Yeah. So that stability, I mean fuck Star, planet, the orbit, the fucking Geek orbit. Geek was fucking stable. Look at him. Yeah, look at him. He's I'm stable as shit. Though. He's not going to fall off that chair because nah, he's running his shit. Him. Now, I might break the motherfucking chair. <laughs> and we have, we we do have evidence of me breaking a few chairs. Oh, I got it on my phone. Yeah, 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 I got it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking exploded, dude. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, he was sitting oh. on a chair and that chair just fucking smashed, dude. It was just. Yeah. I even broke one in Carrizo. So, I'm. Me. You know, as a as a layman, you know, what I mean, I'm obsessed with the the idea of the sphere. You're, you're obsessed with balls, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm obsessed with balls. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> fucking all the time, dude. Both all hands, about the sack. All both hands, just grabbing them, checking them, everything. But I don't understand. I don't. The thing at the root of it is. I don't understand as humans, as a species. Pi R squared. No. Why? What? What propels us to understand the universe where no matter if we know it or not, the universe is going to do what it does. That's not true. The universe will do what it does no matter if we know it or not. It's gonna. Do it's like it my kids. Universe. It doesn't. They're gonna care. do whatever the fuck it they want. It doesn't. No, care. that's not. That's not true. Okay, that is not true because if we know what the universe does, we can impact what it does for our benefit. That's what the fuck we've been doing with this planet. If we, I mean, we know what the planet does. You know, there's rain, there's wind, there's fire. Mm-hmm. There's all these natural things that happen. Phenomena. Yeah. yeah. They happen all the time. We know they happen. We learned how to control fire. We learned how to control flooding. We learned how to control, uh, you know, aerodynamics. We can fly through the wind. We learned how to control those things for our benefit. We also fucking learn how to suck the resources out of the earth for our benefit. On on a, on a, I, I say that as a, I think of that as a micro level. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that too. I was like, Josie, planet. you need Josie. to learn how to suck the resources. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can learn something from this from this episode. You can kind of listen to it. You know what she's gonna say? Uh, she's gonna say, "Daddy, that mine is so small that I don't, I don't know if I can fucking manage that." <laughs> 
<laughs> that that so, well ran dry. No, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying on a macro level, on a high scale level, beyond the earth, beyond, beyond you know, our resources we have, and we, whatever. The, the, all the fucking galaxy, all the universe is going to do what it does, whether we know the answers as to how it does it or not, right? So what, honestly, in our, in our heart of hearts, what compels us to want to know that? And not, it's not, uh, us knowing that answer is not good or bad. You know, us, us, uh, us trying to learn that. So, so for everybody listening, take this to heart. The more you know, the more you are prepared to deal with the situation. So it is human nature to gain knowledge, to know, to know, to know. And the more you know, the more you'll be able to deal with the situation when it happens. Just let's take driving, for example. Everybody drives. The more years of experience you have driving, the more likely you will be able to deal with a weird situation that happens on the road. Like a flat tire. I, I no, no, but I, I know that, but I want to... Like an ass, I'm, like I'm some asking, asshole with this fucking no, trailer, what I'm with asking, goddamn strap, with a mattress, some yeah. mattress with what fucking clear tape. So, yeah. so what compels to answer us? Your, so, so to answer your question, what compels us to give a fuck what the hell the universe is doing? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So why not, like why not, who the fuck are we, yeah, right? Why, <laughs> so why not just fucking crack open an 18 pack and get fucked up every day? And okay, go ahead, Juan. We we <laughs> could do that, but then you'd run out of money pretty quickly, and you probably wouldn't be able to do shit day after day after day. After well, day. I invested so, in AMD, so I got I well. Got but if everybody just no, cracked yeah, up an 18 pack, your, your investment wasn't worth yeah. shit anymore. <laughs> so big picture, yeah. If Mac- we if we understand what the universe is doing, okay. if we can take uh, a good look at our planet and understand that we as human beings are probably running this planet dry with resources. Mm-hmm. For sure. We have to find, if we want to survive, Alter- if we want to survive. Alternatives. We would have to find an alternative means of living if we want the human race to survive. So that's part of what NASA space missions do, human space exploration. We're exploring how people can live in a weightless environment in, in, in zero G's. We are exploring how humans can live if we go in and go into a planet that is not as human friendly as our Earth is. Mm-hmm. We can also go in and explore on, uh, from the universe perspective if we can find another planet that is similar to ours where we don't have to build our own atmosphere, our, yeah. own, our own little planet within the planet. Yeah then we can survive by moving people to that resource, to that planet. But how the hell do we do that? If we understand how the universe works and we start getting into the physics and the theorems of, you know, whether or not we can bend that time-space continuum, Mm -hmm. you know, if we start talking about light, you know, traveling at the speed of light, because, you know, that's been one of the things we've talked about in the past. Uh, We... We don't know what we don't know. So a long, long time ago, people said, you can't travel faster than the speed of sound. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's and impossible. You can't go faster than the speed of sound. And they blew it up. And lo and behold, we came up with a jet <coughs> that yeah. can go faster than the speed of sound. They thought 
if anything went faster than the speed of sound, it would just blow up. It would just, uh, I don't know what they thought. It was, it was ridiculous. You just couldn't go faster than the speed of sound. We know now we can go many times faster than the speed of sound. Hell, I mean, the space shuttle coming in from orbit is going, coming in at Mach 25. <laughs> you know, Mach, no, uh, again, speed no of sound wonder, is Mach. No wonder their faces are all fucked which, up. Which, by the way, the speed of sound is not... That's what they used to call me back in my adolescent well, days. Well, the speed of sound is not a number. A num the uh, speed of sound is a number at a given pressure temperature. Oh yeah, uh, so the variable, so, the variables or whatever. Right, yeah. right, right. So, so yes, yeah, generally speaking, they they say, you know, speed of sound is about seven hundred and I don't know seven hundred whatever it is, fifty, yeah, yeah. forty nine or whatever the fuck miles it is. per hour, yeah. and that's usually taken at Atmosphere, ground level, at this, sea level, yeah, at yeah. this temperature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but the speed of sound changes as you go different uh, pressures and temperatures. It's again, it's, it's, it's how fast does the sound travel in the air? They thought it was impossible. You, there's no way you can go faster than the speed of sound until we fucking got a jet engine that can produce enough power to go faster than the speed of sound. And they're like, well, what the, what the hell's going to happen when we go faster than the speed of sound? And lo and behold, you know, we go faster, mash up all the air so much that you, you're basically beating the way, the way sound travels, the way air molecules travel. So sound. Is just no, waves, it's waves, and they bounce. Air yeah. molecules hit, 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 and it, it causes waves of pressure mm -hmm. to move through the air to the hits your eardrum, and then you hear those things. Your brain already knows what those sounds I've, sound like. I've fucking seen sound. <laughs> you can see the sound yeah. coming at you. Yeah, when you see those big massive explosions, yeah. you see that. Yeah, they blew up two. Right. I think it was like two thousand pounds of C four. Had all like I think. A, so like five, six hundred pounds of coordinates that they blew up with those with that C four, and that thing you just saw this, and then saw and then you see the wave, boom, 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 boom. yeah, and then boom, and your whole body, your insides rattle. Right, so that 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 sound hitting Pete you a little all bit. at once. Hit a little bit. That boom. One. That's a, that's what they discovered yeah. was a sonic boom. You basically well, like the explosion there in uh, was it Beirut. Was and there too, yeah. Oh, and, that was I ridiculous, mean, dude. That was any, something else, dude. That any explosion like that, yeah, mm -hmm. you're gonna see that. You're gonna hear that. Um, planes flying faster than the speed of sound. It's exactly that. They they smash up the air faster than the air can communicate to the air in front of it. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, mm -hmm. move out of the way. Hey, move out of the way. There's something coming. It's like a, a big, a flat sheet of just compression happening. So as a plane hits that air. It compresses it instantaneously and decompresses it after it passes, and that's what you hear. That's what your ear hears is a sonic boom, boom, boom. Um, oh, dude, this fucking yeah, I love the explanation. It's to to for so, some so for somebody that understands the actual the components of what the fucking that sound barrier is, or to explain it simply, kind of like a fart, right? <laughs> well, well no. the fart is just another noise. That's yeah. you, you, you're, you're. Sphincter muscle, yeah. But when, but when you can feel enough you can pressure feel waves. until enough pressure is built up inside that it forces the sphincter muscle to give. Yeah. When it gives, that pressure change from the inside of your asshole to the outside of your asshole is the sound that you hear. The pressure change is what you hear. But if it's and sometimes it's like sometimes it's, it just goes. But if it's louder than the <laughs> right. speed of when sound, goes, when you go, 
it's because you have trained your sphincter muscle to open up slowly. So I don't think it's trained. I think it's just wango. Well, what, uh, I was going to say, so yeah. So, if you're, yeah. so many years of fucking. Uh, maybe, maybe you might be, perhaps you might enjoy the gentleman a little bit more than other people. I think I think it's just out, forcing so shits so and farts. No, no, in that case, these years. you would hear. So, so that's what happened when we broke the sound barrier. We finally, holy moly, we can go faster than the speed of sound. To this day, everything we know about physics, about the universe, is built on the speed of light. We can't. What about the speed of dark? Whatever. Speed of dark is just the absence of light. So yeah. it's the speed of light. Okay. This, what about the speed of absence of light? So the speed of absence of light is the black hole. So the black hole <laughs> is one of those things. Fucking mind just blew yes. up. Yeah. Oh, calm down, Army. <laughs> so the black hole is one of those things that we don't know yet from a physical perspective. Well, my, my son the, apparently knows everything about the black hole. Bullshit. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's, this is like. He's talking about his I asshole. Go, yeah. I said, you can't even wipe your ass right. Yeah. When you tell me. <laughs> so, so like black holes, I would say, are the exact example of we don't know everything we need to know yet about the physical world, the physical yeah. universe. So everything we know is based on the speed of sound. The speed of sound is the limiting factor. Right now, everything, all the... Uh, Astrophysics that we study. Speed um, of sound or speed of light? Speed of light. Sorry. Speed of light, yeah. Sorry. So everything is built off of, is referenced by the speed of light. Everything, all the big physics equations that we use when we're talking about theory of relativity is referencing the speed of light. And so if we were to do something, if we were able to travel faster than the speed of light, all of that, all of those physics equations that we've created basically go to shit. Shatter. Shatter. Yeah. And, 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 and as a matter of fact, all of the physics equations we had before we broke the speed of sound were built on the speed of sound on here on Earth. And all those things shattered. And then a whole bunch of research went into, well, what the hell's going on when we're yeah. going faster than the speed of sound? And that's how we know now with Mach numbers and transonic when we're going a little bit faster, a little bit slower, a little bit faster than the speed of sound. Some transonic flight there. Then there's supersonic going faster than the speed of sound. I suspect... When we get <laughs> now, we're getting to the good shit. I, I suspect is the fucking term I was waiting for. Go ahead. I, I suspect, suspect. Let's go. That one day. Okay. We will. Tomorrow? Go, no, not tomorrow. One day <laughs> we will go faster than the speed of light and a whole lot of shit will shatter uh, from a physics perspective. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who's going to do that, how we're going to do that. But when we do that, when we go faster than the speed of light, it's going to open up a whole new realm of knowledge that we need to gain in order for us to do what people have been putting in sci-fi movies and sci-fi so shit for a long time. At the, when you said a whole new realm, I'm and then you paused, uh, yeah. I was waiting for you to say travel, right? That's where we're headed. Yeah, but, I, I was, that's where I was headed. But what... what to to me has you know I'm not, I don't want to say I'm a philosopher, but to me the whole human experience has always been from the get go, is one dumb motherfucker telling another dumb motherfucker, let's go. And that's it. That's let's go. Every um, 
from wherever our roots were in a, on the continent of Africa. Let's yeah, go. fucking they, blindly. Let's, they, go. They, they, yeah. let's go. Let's go. And they spread out. And then it went to, let's go. And we crossed the Bering Strait. And then let's go. And we came into South America. And let's go. And I don't... When you talk about breaking the speed of light and understanding, you know, it it's always rooted in the fucking context of let's go and the idea of travel and the idea of thinking the philosophical idea of thinking something is better than here. It's not something is better than here. So why? It's, what, it's, so, but why is the reason to go? What, what what is there that is not here? But what do we not know? What do we need to know to ensure that we have a place to go but when curiosi- this place curiosity, goes shit? Curiosity wouldn't curiosity wouldn't impel me to go somewhere else that is it wouldn't, possibly at that worse. Point, at that point, it wouldn't be curiosity. At that point, it would be necessity. When when this desperation desperation, desperation. so yeah. so there's there's the people that think ahead and think we're gonna get there someday. Before we get there, let's have a solution. Then there's the people like you that like, are like, holy shit, this sucks. What the fuck? Everything's like, gone. Fucking racist stuff. <laughs> he said like, like you people. Like you fuckers. <laughs> okay. I said like you. No, 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 no. He was just saying you. Like, no. He was I, just saying, I was saying you because okay. you said, what compels me to go and go look for that what, shit? What compel- and I said it wasn't a curiosity. I said it was a necessity. So when you see it as a necessity, oh shit. I need to get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit, there's like, beer somebody, and football. Somebody has already <laughs> got a solution for you and said, guess but what, the- motherfucker? When you were drinking your 18-pack of beer every yes. day, Hell yeah. we were freaking, freaking thinking up a solution so that your ass wouldn't die. So you're telling me when I'm partying and all the virgins are making all their fucking plans? <laughs> no. What, I'm, I, what I don't understand is how we get to the point of desperation where we have to say let's go so when the europeans in the late 15th century started saying we got to find a passageway to india and you know we got to find these spices no 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 they were looking for riches they were looking for proof that the earth was not flat yeah so but at the root of it all is uh, the idea of yeah he said, travel. give me um, money. Yeah, travel. I'm going to go and get you more Riches, money. yeah, riches will be the on The first yeah, government-funded. Yeah, riches it, It's the first stock market. No. Invest in me, and you're going to get a huge payback. Mm-hmm. It's going to continue to happen. Yeah. So, so we're going to invest in these commercial companies that are building up the new technology, that are researching these new things, such that in the end, we're going to get a huge payback. What I'm, the people what, paying for it are gonna yeah, get a huge what I, what I say is like I get I get confused where, like you know there, there's uh, ideas of uh, making some kind of uh, you know some kind of Mars uh, colonizing Mars or whatever or the fucking moon or whatever it is, and then I look at it fucking like Antarctica. I was like, what the fuck, dog? Antarctica is ninety five percent fucking yeah. Pressure what the difference. fuck was that? What was that? <laughs> Holy shit, that I was, didn't know you were shooting gum. That was, that was Are you a fucking change. alien? <laughs> that was a big pressure change. Yeah. Sound waves hit your ear. Yeah. So why I mean why the fuck would we travel to fucking Mars 
when Antarctica is right there. You know Antarctica, I mean? Antarctica's fucking cold. Have you been so, there? So it's space. Ma- <laughs> fucking Mars is a fucking red desert. <laughs> Mars is a fucking red fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> Red desert that's cold, and, and, and we don't have no, to no, go no. that far. <laughs> so, so it, yeah. So if shit hit, if shit hits the fan, okay, they're so like, vamos para Argentina, vamos con blanco me argentinos. Yeah, como te, como Argentina, yeah, that's the, Argentina, man. Argentina, yeah. The oh. way they fucking talk, yeah, yeah. Oh, we can go to Brazil if we want, but I don't understand. We're looking for, uh, you know, we're resources. looking for resources, you know, whatever, yeah. land, whatever. Like Antarctica is fucking ninety. Antarctica is still on Earth. Yeah, it's on when, Earth. When Earth goes to shit, Antarctica's gonna go to shit too. So we're gonna we're gonna roll our dice and go when, to a fucking planet that's no, it's not rolling our dice. It's called exploration. So we're gonna go and look Shield. to see if there's resources hidden that we haven't observed yet that can benefit us. We're gonna look to see if we can expand our technology to be able to do better traveling through space so that we can get from point A to point B in a much faster time frame. So that allows us. To find that alternate, have you ever seen world. that graph, dude? The the point A, point B, point B, the the line, the parabola, the hyperbola. Have you ever seen that? I have not seen it. I don't know Pretty what the hell you're talking about. It's a, uh, I think the parabola was the shortest way to get from A to B. Point A to point B. Yeah, point A to point B. But um, how so? I don't know. I don't know. I just saw the fucking video real quick. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know the math of this bullshit. I can't right fucking here. believe shit you see on the internet. I don't. Do, do. Motherfucker, I'm voting for Trump. God damn it. <laughs> no, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not voting for Trump. Fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> He's a fucking cuck. Um, but I started thinking when it came, you know, I don't, I don't understand how the fuck we're so happy. Somebody says, we're going to go to Mars. You know, Elon Musk. Elon Musk says, we're going to fucking uh, get some rockets. We're going to go to Mars. We're going to go. Yeah, Mars. we're going to. Antarctica is right there. It, Antarctica. So I mean, to be to be honest, the there is an argument out there that says, "Why the fuck are we going into outer space before we even in search the depths of our oceans?" Right before we go into our oceans. In our oceans, we still have the water as a natural resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, it it's just as physically, you know. Violent or, mm. or or difficult, difficult, to, Chal- challenging, challenging yeah. to to live under there as it would be to get to Mars. Except yeah. you'd be taking away the, the space travel. Not yeah, the the getting supplies there and yeah. right, uh. right. So so there is that argument, which I mean, at the moment, I don't, I don't think that's a bad argument. But at the same time, you're still in the same shithole if the Earth goes to shit. You're still on the earth if you live underwater. Mm. Again, the whole point of, of space travel and, and understanding the universe and the galaxies and looking for other planets that can house human beings is for that one purpose that if this planet goes to shit, we have a different way to keep humans alive, to keep the human race going. Okay, so let me ask you this, dog. 
Are Mexicans gonna make it? <laughs> are Mexicans gonna make it? Are Mexicans gonna make it? Fuck, almost it's, sound like Humphrey Bogart. It's the human race. It's the human race. Mexicans are the human race. Yeah, but, but the only the only Mexican so, I I saw in fucking Star Wars was Han Solo. Han Solo, well, actually, yeah, I, I gave a big shout out to fucking George Lucas, dog, because if you look at George Lucas' old film, uh, American Graffiti, mm-hmm. he, man, he gave a nod to Mexican Americans really big with the Pharaohs, the mm-hmm. gang, the Pharaohs, and it's not much of a, I mean, it's not much of a fucking nod, but. The leader of the gang was Mexican American, and there was like Caucasians following. Why Pharaohs? Because we're yeah. wilder. When and then he made Star Wars <laughs> shortly after that, and he's like, "Oh, Han Solo," and he's like, "Oh, he's a fucking, you know, he's a smuggler. You know, you don't, you don't know if you trust this guy he, so he much." He skates under the radar. But Han, obviously, it's a fucking play on the name Juan. You both of y'all fucking motherfuckers are named Juan. <laughs> obviously, Solo is a fucking Solo alone. It's a it's a Spanish word. Mm-hmm. His fucking homeboy's named Chewy. <laughs> Man, bro, bro. His name was Jesus, and he's hairy as shit. Yeah, his name was fucking <laughs> hairy as yeah, shit. He was hairy as shit. His name was fucking Chewy. This motherfucker, I give. A and he sounds like you when you get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> 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 shit, right, right behind you, bro. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> That's my dog right there. Why do I fucking identify with them? Because I knew, dude. George Lucas fucking gave a nod, and he's from California, and he knew. Mexican Americans contributed a lot to this fucking country. We talked last night about the fucking Mexican American experience. Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, California, all them motherfuckers right there. They never fought for their fucking independence. The only the state of Texas is what fucking the state of Texas. You know, Juan. The, the state only, of Texas the is only, the only one stirring the fire with their dick. The right? only person <laughs> that signed the first. Texas Constitution was who? Native Texan. Jose Antonio Navarro, Navarro. was the first. He he was the only Native Texan that signed the fucking. I'm numbers. Gives a gives numbers. a huge history buff. Yeah, I'm I know. A, I know. I'm a, yeah, a, big, a big. I'm, I'm a numbers yeah. Jose Antonio Navarro. Well, he's the only number one. <laughs> I'm neither. I'm neither history or yeah. numbers. <laughs> this motherfucker likes to get shot by Iraqis. <laughs> Hey, 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 I was, I was, I wasn't too far away from eating fucking crayons, dog. Crayons, <laughs> Marines. I don't like it, dude. <laughs> Jose Antonio Navarro is the only native Texan to fucking sign the first constitution of the state of Texas or the country, the Republic of Texas. And we've, it's, to uh, when I tell Giko like this podcast and how we waste our time, whatever bullshitting, is I want everybody in the Southwest to understand that. Texas, Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona, California. It's like we're we're, we're like brackish water. I don't know if you understand what brackish water is. Yeah, brackish I mean, water. I live in brackish yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's when the fresh water hits the salt water, and it, right. it, it's a mixture. It's, water, yeah. Yeah, it's a mixture of the two. Yeah. Our Mexican good culture. There too. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, because you have you have yeah. two different types yeah. of you have so fresh and salt fishing. water. That, yeah, but yeah. the the the. So it's like a melting pot. The idea of where. You know, folks. <laughs> a melting folks pot here, of fishy mis- Mexican suck. What's that? A melting pot of fishy Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. No, where the fuck? Sketchy no, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, no fishing license at all. No. Right. <laughs> fucking fishing with the goddamn water bottle and some fucking <laughs> fishing line. All right, okay. All right, back okay. to your point. Uh, right, no, Coke cannons work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it comes is, I want to understand. When you want to come. Yeah, I want the people Relax. along Don't this fucking mm-hmm. 
this fake or this line right here, this geographical line to quit understand. Quit hitting the mic. That's all. Yeah, to understand their history, right? Quit hitting the mic. Quit, oh, I'm sorry. Quit hitting the mic. Go on. I hear it. I see the spikes. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So imagine it's like a, a forehead of a 15-year-old girl hitting really Juliana's fucking stomach. <laughs> Have you seen Borat? <laughs> you ever seen Borat Part 2? I saw a story about Oh, my God, dude. Juliana. We watched it today. Jesus Christ, dude. But... The first one was fucking. Uh, the, fun, the se- dude. It's. I, I only only cut like the ass end of the of the second one because I came when I, when I came up to set up and stuff, and we're watching. I was like, man, this, the second one's, I think probably might be better than the than the first one. I didn't get to watch the beginning of it, but it was like non. It was it's non-stop, like it's non-stop. Up, You're just like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it, okay. So now that's the Amazon Prime video of the week, right? Yeah. Borat. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Back to what you were saying. So we have a line. It's called the fucking real grand. I fucking crossed that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Up past Texas. Look. Mexico. Old, so my parents crossed that. Mexico <laughs> fucking had San Antonio. Even Spain beforehand. San Antonio is over 300 years old. Mexico then continued with San Antonio being the fucking northernmost outpost to the fucking Mexican Empire. They didn't give two. They didn't give two fucks about us. We're we're up here way north, right? Past the Rio Grande, we're in the fucking past the fucking, you know, we're past Coila. We're way up here in the past the desert. They fucked up. Why? They let the O three hundred in here, and the O three hundred is what. The old 300 is the first Anglo families that were allowed by empresarios to come, you know, come in Texas. And what Mexico, yeah, settle. And what Mexico wanted to do was use those 300 as a buffer against the fucking Indian nations, right? The Comanche, the fucking Apache. Basically, sandbags. Yeah, Yeah, kind of. (laughs) So that was the Austins. Moses Austin came from Missouri. He died. He was an empresario. He was going to bring, you know, these families down here. He died, so it was Stephen F. Austin. All of those and fucking empresarios, guess what they became? Mexican citizens. Yes, fucking Stephen F. Austin even be, mm-hmm. even changed his name to Esteban. Mm-hmm. But Mexico didn't have no, they had no vision. They didn't, they didn't understand how important this fucking land was. They sent the fucking idiot, Santa Ana. Santa Ana <laughs> was such a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> if you want to understand a little bit of history of Santa Ana, you can watch... Uh, or listen, I'm sorry, to uh, Leyendas, Legendarias, uh, Quince Unias, that episode, dude, he's a fucking idiot. They always brought this guy out during the greatest battles, and he fucking lost all the fucking battles. And he was the first, when Texas, when San Antonio fell and Texas fell, he was the first domino that led to New yeah. Mexico, yeah. Arizona, Nevada, California. And that's when they signed the fucking the treaty of uh Guadalupe Hidalgo or whatever. Yeah. It's so sad, dude. But now we're here. But we almost sound like uh uh Bill Clinton right there. I did not. Uh, I did not. Uh, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but now we're at this point right here. I did so, not get a blow job yeah, from so, me. so now what do I say? We're here, man. We're here, here right now. We're here. We're here yeah. right now. And it's up to us to right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. And it's up to us to fucking, you know, pull up your bootstraps and fucking. You going on fucking Clinton on me, dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Clint got a lot of fucking He's, tail, dog. I know. Yeah. I feel like no, Clint got a lot of tail, and he left us with a, a surplus and a deficit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not bad. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's up to us. Dude. You know, you're Mexican, whatever. Yeah, no excuses, man. Just make it happen, dude. Si se puede. If you want, whatever yeah. the fuck, yeah. <laughs> si quieres. <laughs> yeah, si quieres, culero. Yeah, because yeah, si se puede, yeah, something. But I don't, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear kind of excuses. You know what I mean, I want to hear fucking. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ask for. I'm not asking for permission. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yes, tú. Yes, tú. Let's go. Yes, tú, pas. Yeah, let's go, man. What are we doing? Right? We're about an hour and we're almost two hours in. Two hours? Oh, we'll wait for one. Yeah. We'll uh, wait for he's one. going to take a piss real quick. Let's see what is. Uh, <coughs> so, we'll, uh, what we'll, do we have? We'll uh, we'll we hit uh, college. We had Columbia Challenger, right? So now we, we heard and also uh, uh, sound barriers, uh, sound, uh, speed of light, speed of sound. So now we gotta hit the future. Flat Earth. No. No flat Earth. That doesn't exist. Anybody that's flat Earth, uh, please uh, ball your fucking right hand in a fist and then punch yourself right in a fucking ball sack. <laughs> yeah, real hard. And then send us a video. Because if you think the earth is flat, uh, you are fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agree? Yeah. So we're going, uh, yeah, we're, po- we're post-Columbia coming up right now. So. All right, Juan. <clears throat> no, we're post-Columbia right now. What's post-Columbia. Yes, we are post-Columbia. So we went your college education, and then we went to your early years, and now let's talk about the future. What do you see? What do you foresee? Future for me or future for NASA? For for everything, just generally. I mean, what do you what do you think? Are we are we answering the right problems? Are we playing the right game? Because me personally, I'm I'm obsessed with playing the right game. Right. I said, but okay. who's playing? Okay, all of us are playing there. Are all no, of but that's not true. Because well, we're not all playing the same game. That's the thing. Yeah. So we're not. If we're not playing the. If we're not playing the correct game, we might not get the correct answer. Right. There is no correct game. It's it's what game are you playing? So what? So, what, so from from a NASA perspective, is NASA playing the right game? NASA is going to continue. <clears throat> learn more and more about the universe. Okay. Going to continue to study human, you know, human space exploration. And that is the right game for NASA. People here on Earth that are not dealing with space travel, with humans in space, with what's going to happen with the universe. We have plenty of researchers doing work here on Earth studying the universe as a whole, galaxies, the interactions of the stars and, you know, the phenomena of black holes and such. We have scientists here studying, you know, teleporting. Mm. We have scientists, you know. Teleporting? Teleporting. <laughs> yes. yes. They, they, they have successfully. <laughs> like, babe, teleport me a beer. No. 
Those, yeah. <laughs> those atoms are going to be all fucked up. Bro. Yeah, it's going to be all, all fucked they up. Have, uh, what, what I heard, I haven't, I haven't researched myself. Once yeah, your fucking your balls are going to be. <laughs> yeah, you're going to show up with your balls on your chin. <laughs> you're like, hey, everybody. It's a unicornian. Uh, it worked. And we're like, no, it didn't. Kiko, your balls are in your chin. Kiko, <laughs> fuck, man. A balchinian? A uh, balchinian. I, I heard that they, they were successful in moving one atom from. Point A to point B. Oh, Jesus Christ. And how many atoms and compose it, a I, fucking I, human being? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. We're fucked. Baby steps, man. Okay, baby, baby steps. steps. Yeah, you got to start somewhere, right? That's why I just drink beer, dude. That's why hey, I just it's, fucking It's going to be like fucking dial up, fucking downloading <laughs> porn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eventually get there. No. So, so, yeah, the game, the game is different for a lot of different entities. But you... you the thing that is most important to you is, is the game that you're playing and you're playing the right game for that, for that purpose. Other people are playing a different game and they're playing the right game for that purpose. If you're 3D chess, though? It's more than, it's more than that, dude. It's not... It's, it's, not it, it, it's not a right and wrong game. Yeah, it, it's it, not, it's, there's not a goal. The game is not the, game is not the goal or the There's the no touchdown. wrong way the, to the, research. There's, no, there's no shame in this game. Yeah, yeah. The, the goal's not a 50-yard touchdown in the Animal Dome. <laughs> okay. The fucking game... The game so why'd you throw the fucking soccer ball? <laughs> the game... Wrong football. I don't... I get, I get, uh, I really do get sad, dude. I get, I get conflicted and I get sad because. Did you run out of beer? What? No, no. The game, the game that I see, the game, the game that we should be playing, the the correct game that we should be playing. The game that we should be playing. If you see, if you see it as a, okay, imagine yourself as a surf, a surfer, right? You're, you're a surfer boy with your little surfboard, or whatever. <laughs> When when the wave arrives, there's so many variables that made that wave exist, right? Mm-hmm. So where where your idea is, it's you as a human, it's you as your with your tool, the fucking surfboard, and then your idea is, where do you want to be at the wave? Your 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 whole existence, your okay. whole goal, your whole goal. You want to be the top of the way. You want to be the barrel. Yeah, you your whole your, your whole yeah. goal is to ride that wave, whatever the fuck it is, right? And a wave, a wave is universal. Can we agree on that? No, waves are waves exist. Everything yeah. is in waves. Yes. Every, yeah, everything yeah. is past sound, light, sound yeah, yes. yeah, it's waves. And me personally, where I want to be, because I'm a fucking animal. Is I want to be on the I want to be on the the cusp I want to be on the the razor's edge I want to and I, I wrote it before I want to I want to be I want to skirt ask the, the surfer where they want to be they want to be in the middle they want to be in the they want to be in the body that's where they want to be because the body is what propels them if you're up here on the you're gonna fucking die yeah you're you're the wave's done up here but I want to be where we skirt. The line between love and hurt. That's where I want to be, and I've, I want to, I want to see that razor's edge. I want to be there, where I skirt that line between love and hurt. But surfers want to be in the body, in the middle. They want to enjoy. Not, you're not a surfer. So what I'm you not, want, no, But they want to enjoy the ride because. So what the, you're saying is, is you want to ride the tip. 
right on the fucking edge. Right on the fucking edge. <laughs> right. Grind it. You want to <laughs> grind that tip. Right on the fucking edge, dude. Right on the fucking edge. I want to enjoy the fucking ride. See? And that's what that's what makes humans great, dude. That's what makes human beings great. Because some want to be on the body. And they know. They know. I know. I know the fucking body will give you the longest ride. And the, the body will give you the longest enjoyment. That middle. That middle. This right here. Will give you what you're searching for. But I can't help myself from fucking getting right to that cliff's edge. You're like a fucking lemur. I want to be right on the edge, and I want to peek over, and I want to see it, dude. I want to. You want you want to you want to feel that tingling sensation in a little your nutsack. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you peek over that edge, you get that. If you, uh, it, maybe if you, you maybe. can do that without. Yeah, killing yourself. I mean, there, there's a there's a look over bridge on the the Grand Canyon, and then there's a, a bridge over in China where you can look over the edge and fucking scare the shit out of yourself. Well, I did. I did. Have you ever been skydiving? I personally have not been skydiving. No. no. <laughs> yeah, I've been skydiving before. So usually when you Not go on sk- purpose? No. <laughs> when, you, yeah. <laughs> when you go skydiving, they usually take you up to about 10,000 feet, and they fucking dump you out of the airplane. Like, oh, that's fucking cool. I fell off the and house one time. And you got a dude on your back. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah get so uh, get nuts and butts yeah fucking yeah nuts his, but. his balls and dick are right up on your fucking butt cheeks man. yeah so we're going <laughs> and we're skydiving and I'm the last one in line right and we're scooting up the bench to go up and all of a sudden this fucking dude behind <laughs> me fucking just are you scooting up scooting up like that he's just fucking dude is yeah he's just pumping just like up like, <laughs> like fuck I don't I don't know if this is necessary I don't know if this guy could just tell me like hey Gib just scoot up. But now he's pumping me with his pelvis, right? We get to the f- fucking door, dude. <laughs> the last one. By the time he got to yeah. the door, that dude had a rock hard fucking, fucking boner. Hard fucking. <laughs> we get to the fucking door. All of a sudden, they start trying to close the door, and this fucking dude reels back on me, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" He just fucking snaps back. I'm like, "Holy shit! Why? What are we doing?" And the airplane just starts going in circles. Well, evidently. <laughs> My little fucking drone shoot fell out, and if the airplane would have caught, or if the wind would have caught my drone shoot, so that, was a, that was a premature ejaculation. It, of the kind of, it was a, it was a premature jack. And if that fucking little, if that wind would have caught. caught the drone shoot, it would have fucking just yanked us straight out of the plane and fucking destroyed the plane with our bodies. Our bodies would have been the weapon that fucking blew the plane up. Yeah. Like oh shit the drone shoot fell out I'm like well y'all are running a fucking nice little tight camp here that the fucking drone shoot fell out you ran a you, yeah. you run a tight ship jump? here yeah and then he says uh, uh we can go up to 13,000 13, feet if you want to I was like motherfucker I'm already up here what the fuck is three thousand feet difference I said okay let's go motherfucker we're the last ones on the plane <clears throat> this motherfucker says hey man uh what's the last thing that's gonna go through your mind if the fucking parachute doesn't open fucking ground no he falls on my ass no he said <laughs> no he said me <laughs> it's gonna be me i'm like oh that's that's fucking funny man that's real funny dude okay that's fucking great so we went up to thirteen thousand feet and we're the last motherfuckers on the plane our our drone shoe was tucked back into our little backpack there and he says okay we're gonna go ready we're gonna go on three ready one and then that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it was the most euphoric experience of my life, dude. Most euphoric. 
so beautiful. If anybody is not, if you're on the fence about skydiving, go skydiving because it is so fucking beautiful. It is so euphoric. It's so freeing. You, you don't understand speed. You don't. You don't understand speed until you. There's terminal velocity. Until you've been fucking dropping from the sky. And then when they put, you don't, you don't understand your velocity. I do understand speed though. Until no, physically. Till you physically, I yeah. understand speed, physics. Until they pull that fucking shoot, and when they pull that shoot, you understand how the fuck v fast you're going. V naught plus at. You can put it on a paper. <laughs> yeah, your V naught and your fucking. Your, when they pull that shoot and you fucking yank up, you're like, holy. F equals ma. Yeah. Yeah. Fast. F you, you accelerate up after they open the parachute pretty damn fast. Yes. But then you think that you're going slow after that. You're like, holy shit, everything's so the but then the, yeah, but then the ground's coming like holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> the ground's coming fucking fast as shit. <laughs> yeah. So anybody that's never been skydiving yeah. anybody that's never been skydiving, uh go skydiving. Yeah. I don't know how we got on this fucking topic here. I don't no? know. No idea. Juan, so we passed the Columbia, all right, and we've talked about what you've been working on presently. Yeah. So, what do you see from this point on your future? What do you what What's the What's the end game? Yeah. My future. Yeah. Per, oh, as a as a we, fucking, okay. So we got on this. We got off on a tangent because we started talking about are we doing the game the yeah, right game the right game the right game are we playing the right game? are we playing the right game and then you were asking. You know what? What's what's coming up, and and are we playing the right game? Yeah. So. And how does that correlate with your future? Uh huh. Here we go. So so from a NASA perspective, yes, they're playing the right game, and that game is going to continue. Human exploration is going to continue. They're going to continue to try to figure out how to live outside of this planet. Okay. In the process of doing that, it's inevitable. There's going to be. More accidents. Huh? It's inevitable. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, there's no, there's no reward. Nobody's perfect. There's Nobody's no perfect. reward without risk. Right. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. We're all human. We all make mistakes, and there's gonna be accidents. But that's how you learn. Every time there's an accident, there's gonna be a, a setback. There's gonna be uh, stop everything, and there's gonna be a reevaluation. Are we playing the right game? Mm -hmm. Are we doing the right thing? And and in my opinion. The answer is going to continue to come back to say, yes, we got to keep going. We can't allow, can't let people die in vain. Mm -hmm. as, far as, as far as the astronaut crew, as far as what NASA's trying to do, I mean, it's the, the worst loss you can take yeah. in human life. That's why we try to do things right. We do try to do things the best that we can to prevent that. But I understand that physically impossible to to be a hundred percent successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, they say so, uh, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs, right? Yeah. I mean, it, to it, put it to put it uh, that, that's pretty crude. Crudely, crudely, yeah. But, and but, I don't like I don't but, like putting things in those terms. But, but it scales up. But it's I mean it's the same yeah. But it but it's accurate. Yeah, you know, it, it scales it's, up. It's and and it weighs heavy on whoever is involved at that point. Mm. I, I told you the Columbia thing weighed on me 
pretty heavily, pretty badly. And it wasn't even me. It wasn't, it wasn't my fault after I, you know, we, after we figured out what it was, but, but that's going to happen going forward. There's going to be things like that happening. And every time something like that happens, you're going to hear people argue that that's the wrong game. We're playing the wrong game. Mm. Me. Yeah, me fucker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 again, it, it matters on who you're talking about mm. as to whether or not we're playing the right game because the right game is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that goes for everything in life. You know, the things that you care about the most, that you're most passionate about, those are the most important things for you. And as long as you keep doing those things for yourself, you're gonna be all right. Yeah. Other people are going to have totally different things that are, they're passionate about mm-hmm. and, and willing to, you know, do. Sacrifice. Yeah, mm-hmm. all kinds of sacrifices for that thing they're so passionate about. And that's okay. That everybody, Everybody's going to, you have to, you have to go and follow your passions. Yeah. Whatever that is. Follow it. And as long as you keep doing that, you're playing the right game. Whether you win or lose is a totally different story, but you're playing the right game. Mm. Um, and ultimately... When your game is over, if you have followed that passion, you're, you're a winner in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless. So, so that's, what, that's what I see. Big picture, NASA's going to keep playing that game. Yeah. Big picture, I'm going to keep playing my game of trying to gain more and more knowledge. Mm. Trying to uh, educate people as best as I can. Trying to inspire young minds inspire young hispanics mexicans mexicans i I love it i love it dude you know i i I fucking love talking to kids and and informing them educating them on you know the fact that you can do whatever you want to don't wait for permission don't wait for permission you can do whatever you want to do now there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it and don't let no one tell you you can't right you i mean We've seen it time and time again in history when people said, you can't do this. Oh, yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah, we can. We yeah, just did motherfucker, it. Yeah, motherfucker, I just did it right now. Yeah, yeah we just broke the speed of sound, but yeah. we, fe- we traveled faster than the speed of sound. <laughs> yeah. You know, those, those, that's, that's, that's just a fact of life. There's always going to be the limits ca- and boundaries. The Catholic Church? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> there's always going to be yeah, yeah, limits and boundaries. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be physical limits and boundaries yeah. or things that we deem physical l- limits and boundaries mm-hmm. that we can surpass. There's going to be social limits and boundaries mm-hmm. and, and those are a little more difficult to, to um, maneuver around. So we have laws in place. We have rules and laws that people have to abide by. Mm. We have to abide by those things in our path to do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We are human beings, and some of the shit we do is not right. Mm-hmm. Laws and rules are laws that we force people to follow. Most of the time, we create these rules and laws uh, on ourselves because we have some dumbass okay. that fucking couldn't do things the right way. And so we have to put in a rule, a law. Trump? Trump? I'm not making this political. Okay, okay. If we 
as human beings, we're what? all. Why are you winking at me? Which <laughs> if we <laughs> as human beings, we're all playing thumb? the same <laughs> game of uh, of you know being Pro- good progression, being Pro- good progression, positive human beings. Yes. There would be no need for rules, laws, regulations. Mm-hmm. We could all be honest with one another. We could all build each other up. We could all live in a good, positive harmony and continue to improve our lives for the better. So, uh, like an enlightened society. Yeah. And but, the but we, only we, a, a society that a society that's uh, invested in progression and. F- it, following the light for a lack of a better term, it, whatever you take the light to be, but the, to, you know, to, to understand the curiosity and, you know, proceed forward. Yeah. But yeah, but, yeah. but again, it, the, we, we use the term games before. Yeah. The, everything, think, everything is a game. Everybody, everybody yeah. has their own game that they're playing. Mm. The fact that you are very passionate about this and, and you choose this to be your game that you focus on doesn't make somebody else's game wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we can't tear each other down for things. Disparage. We can't disparage. Yeah. Right. So, in my opinion, if everybody continued in a positive way and built each other up, we'd be in a much better place. Fortunately, we are human beings, and some, you know, we 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 succumb to greed, envy, envy, silliness, foolishness. Yeah, foolishness. And so, because of that, we have to put rules on these games that people play. Mm -hmm. Um, Nonetheless, when you are passionate about those things, about a specific thing, something moves you, and you want to go and be the best that you can at that you got to follow that and you got to got to do it you got to mm-hmm. do it for yourself but what that means is you got to go and gain the knowledge you need to play that game at your highest potential to shoot that weapon if that's your game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and again I, I if anybody's listening you know that's coming to a crossroads on what do I want to do? What am I passionate about? You know, gain that knowledge that you need to be successful in following that passion that you have. I mean, in my case, I'm passionate about knowledge. Mm -hmm. I want to understand things. I want to know how things work. I want to know what else is out there. I want to know how we can improve things day in and day out all the time. So whether I'm working on a project at NASA or whether I'm working on my car, mm. I want to know how it works so I can make it better. Yeah. Good. That's what I do. Good, man. Good. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't add too much to that right there, man. So it's, it's all of it is a propulsion, propulsion of your own. The game that you play within your heart is what you should strive for. Yeah. Something like that. Everybody plays a different game, you know. Like uh, once it, I mean, me personally, I look at live. You know, I never surfed in my fucking life, and but I see surfers, they want that wave, and they're they're surfing in the middle of the body of the wave. But I want to see 
me personally, I want to be on that fucking edge, that razor edge of that fucking wave. That's that's a that's the sight, that's a scene that I want to see, because I think that's the ultimate balance right there. And somebody else might not. Somebody else might find pleasure in just swimming out to the body of the wave. Somebody mm-hmm. might. I mean, there's so many games that are out there to play. None but, of them are wrong. Yeah. But if all of them are propelling us forward. We're all right. Yeah. I think yeah, it's kind of like what we talked about on, on previous podcasts about fulfillment. Everyone has their own idea of what fulfillment is. For me, it could be doing this podcast and talking to people and learning new things and just, just talking. And for our, you, it could be just sitting out there reading a book, cutting your it, grass, dude. I love it, dude. you know, painting your house, mm. you know, offering a neighbor a beer, you know, and just chatting with them and getting to know them. Or it could be, you know, learning how things work, you know, not only for yourself, but for, for mankind, mm-hmm. you know. So different different uh, ideas of or, or different, I guess, flavors of fulfillment for everybody should be sufficient, sufficient and should be and should never you should never judge. Yeah, no, you should never quit. You should never stop. Trying to fulfill your not only yourself but and to help fulfill others. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. What it is is it takes it takes many skills to build something. Yeah. Where or you might think, I mean, fuck anything, name it, a fucking house. To your you mind, got, to yeah. Me. You got your frame. Yeah. You got your nails. You got your hammer. You. It, it's simple as that. Well, it takes somebody to nail that fucking hammer that nail in. It takes yeah. somebody to fucking line up the yeah. fucking architecture of the house. It takes yeah. somebody to do it's it's all toward a greater good. So you know, that's all we well, sure, I mean with, with without the hammer you couldn't really nail that nail. Yeah, that's I mean, all you'd we be using that. a fucking rocker stick, you know and what I mean? The hammer might be the simplest motherfucker in the chain of you know, in the whole chain, yeah. It might be the the fucking cocksucker that's turning the boat on your you have a grand plan of I'm gonna build this shuttle, uh, but guess what, motherfucker? That boat got to be torqued to this much fucking yeah. pounds per square foot, <laughs> yeah. and it takes that little the physics and, yeah. and and everything behind it. Yeah. You know? So the yeah. mechanics of how how certain yeah. things work. Yeah, pay attention, uh, uh, prepare yourself, and man, I'm glad Juan was a guest today. Dude. Oh yeah, dude, that was awesome. Uh, it's it yeah. fucking awesome. And like I said, anybody in the southwest dude i mean you know how i fucking harp about this texas arizona new mexico nevada california anybody listen to this podcast mexican-american yeah. it's like we you know it, it's tough geographically we have a crutch that's called mexico and you know we still have i got i have family in mexico all of us got family in mexico mm-hmm. but we're we're american and we're we're in a special we're we're a special slice of this country the American pie. Uh, where where we are a special slice of the country. So yeah, what you want to do is, uh, you know, keep, you know, you keep your culture, but you understand your nationality, and mm-hmm. you know, you can do whatever you want, man. I mean, fucking case sky's in point, the right? limit, man. Yeah, sky's the limit. Uh, sky's power. Well, man. actually, sky's past the limit because the yeah. motherfucker flew past the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Any final thoughts? One. No, nah, man. Thanks for for having me. It's been a pleasure. Like I said, I I enjoy I enjoy talking to people, inspiring people, educating people. So you know, whenever I can reach out to anybody, you know, 
in particular, you know, Mexican Americans, Hispanics, uh, people in, in in the culture who are struggling to to realize their dream, who are Potential. struggling to to really grab grab hold there and achieve their potential you know hey i i'm proof here that it is possible you know born in mexico across the river illegally grew up in a family dirt poor 11 kids went off to college became a u.s citizen working for nasa now on you know uh front you know top top of the Top of the line, chain, you know, yeah. technology, you know, in the cusp of te- technology here with space exploration and such. So it's it's all doable, man. There is no limit. You can do whatever you want. No. You could be the first high school quarterback to throw 50 No, you yards. can't do that anymore because I did that already. <laughs> because it's done. <laughs> yeah. It's done. No, but the, the, the idea is uh, no permission, right? Yeah. Why, why, why wait for permission? Why wait for excuses? Why? why I mean, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't want people to go out and fucking start going crazy. Okay. Uh, I want to be a unicorn. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't wait for permission. Doesn't mean don't go out breaking laws and shit. But no, 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 don't, no, no. don't, don't, don't wait ask, for permission. Yeah. In the, in don't, don't wait ask. for somebody to tell you. Yes, <laughs> you may go to college. No, you. I mean, if that's something you want to do, go do it. If you want to be the next person to discover, you know, how we go faster than the speed of light, go fucking do it. You know, don't wait for somebody to give you permission to do that. Um, so, so yeah, don't wait for permission. Go and and seize the day. You know, carpe diem. Mm. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Fucking taquaches. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what do we? Uh, what did we touch on, Kiko? Uh, stock market. Shit? On me, fool. Yeah. You didn't touch on me. We touch. I t- I've been touching you on <laughs> the <laughs> table. Yeah, I've been touching you on the table. Playing with me the whole time. podcast. Uh, same thing. Uh, Nokia, uh, buy a little bit of Nokia. It's, uh, under five bucks a share and they are set up for a real good 5g setup by Apple. It's at about 115 right now. And this is a super cycle. So Apple's going to be money in the bank by AMD because it's coming and I'm watching Peloton again because I sold too early and I'm really fucking punching <laughs> myself in the face, but Peloton is going to. Peloton's going to be in another uh, buy range pretty soon. Uh, I know I got... Oh, Big Lots. Big Lots. Big, big lots, lots. Big Lots. They report earnings on December the 4th. Big Lots is doing what it always fucking does. It's back down to about 49 bucks a share right now. When it gets down to about 47 46 start paying attention and buy you some Big Lots. And you're going to be selling at about 55 56 bucks a share uh, by January. So that's all I got for stock market stuff. And if it doesn't work, uh, don't fucking email the podcast because I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just somebody that watches charts. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking come bitching to me. I'm just giving you Gibbs some ideas. Said that I was Gibbs gonna... said I was going to be rich if I bought big lots. No, you can do it, man. Uh, anybody out there. Don't ask for permission. Yeah, don't ask for permission. <laughs> if you're wondering about um, how do I do this, uh, you can open up an account with Fidelity. You can open up an account with E-Trade. You can open up an account with Charles Schwab. But you need to start planning your future. And if you're in your 20s, please start fucking investing, dude. Please, for the love of God. Because if I knew now what I knew in my 20s, I wouldn't be doing a podcast. And my fucking, I'd be, I'd be getting fanned by three sexy-ass fucking <laughs> African ladies probably right now. <laughs> They're getting fed grapes 
instead of sitting across from Kiko and Juan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Royal Those, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, Kiko and Juan aren't fucking attractive gentlemen, but they're not. <laughs> so. To, so yeah. So yeah. Open I up. I beg to differ, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. He begs to differ. You can keep begging because because <laughs> I will differ. Oh, no. So yeah, yeah, open up your uh, brokerage accounts and uh, start investing your money, man. Apple is going through a super cycle right now. The iPhone 12 is out, and the January quarter report is gonna be fucking money in the bank, dude. Trust me. That's all I got, Kiko. All right. Well, I'd like to thank uh, our guest Juan Aguilar, uh, Aerospace Ignacio a- Ignacio. Aguilar. Aerospace, aerospace engineer, oh, right? Did yeah. you hear fucking Nacho Libre? Remember Nacho Libre? Nacho. Encarnacion. But I'm changing it to Ignacio. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we like to thank Juan Ignacio Aguilar, aerospace engineer, for coming you know, onto our podcast. And his initials are what? Gia. <laughs> Gia. Gia. Thank you for going, coming onto the podcast and sharing a little bit of knowledge, sharing a little bit of, uh, of yourself to uh, not only us, but to our listeners. Just an encouragement. Yeah. yeah. And, and, really, and really speaking and, and, and giving someone that was, that is, Mexican American or someone that was maybe has like you know nine other siblings or someone that that is maybe struggling right now thinking like maybe I should just pack it up and go home you know and really sharing your story and hopefully inspiring them and motivating them to keep pushing on forward you know and that's 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 something that that me and Gib always talk about is is helping others you know let's go tend to the garden that you can touch and to the garden that you can touch let's go papa yeah so thank you very much for coming on well we hope to uh, our first to, official guest yeah first Woo! official guest it's another first room yeah, yeah. there you go yeah, i'll say that for the rest of my life all right when we when we blow up and then we ignore you we'll be like oh we don't know that he guy like, we're, we're, we're too big now <laughs> yeah no, no but, but uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. I, I yeah. really appreciate. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on and uh, and chatting with us. And uh, we hope to, you know, have you back on again. You know, what I mean, yeah, and and maybe we'll have some questions from from viewers. We went on live earlier on Instagram and asked the, uh, people if they had any questions. Um, no one was on because everyone's probably getting drunk right now. Mm. But fucking, that, that, that's so. our base. Yeah. No, that's our base. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, if uh. If you guys have any questions for Mr. Juan Ignacio Aguilar, aerospace engineer, (laughs) please uh, send us some, uh, send them some, uh, send us questions through email, which is bindetpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on the Instagram at bindetpodcast. If you have not subscribed to our Instagram, go ahead and do so. Uh, we also post memes and all kinds of other crazy shit up there and quotes, uh, weekly, monthly quotes that Gib uh, conjures up. and Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, and you can also listen to us on any, pretty much any 
podcasting platform out there. Just look us up. Just type in Bindip, the Bindip Podcast or Bindip Podcast in your search bar, and we will pop up. I guarantee it. If we don't, I'll buy you a brisket taco, and we'll... Motherfucker, I want my brisket taco tomorrow, <laughs> motherfucker. I just looked it up right now. But yeah, go ahead and listen to our other episodes. If you do listen to our podcast and you have not subscribed to our podcast please do so so that way whenever we come up with new episodes when i post new episodes of our podcast we can you can get the notification and you can listen Uh, again we record every friday and we do instagram lives on friday so if you don't want to catch a glimpse of who's on the podcast or what we look like it's not we're we're nothing special guapo caballeros Handsome motherfuckers. That's what we are. Yeah. And with that being El said, guapo. El guapo. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Bean Dip Podcast. My name is Juan. Skip. Ghost, the, the guest Juan. The ghost Juan. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>